Hello and welcome to the old MCU crew. Jesse, what song are you humming? Is that our? Is that what you think our intro sounds? You've never heard the intro. You've never heard that song. Um, what intro do you think I was humming? I'm gonna go with the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. Um, you're way off. <laughs> Look, I thought it I went with what starts I starts with an X, ends with a men. Jimenez, the Jimenez intro, the X, the X Menes. I didn't even hear him humming anything, so I'm just shocked that there was humming happening. It's like a, it's like a dog whistle for nerds, Bronze. That's what it is. That's what he yeah. said. That's what he was. You, you didn't hear it. Sorry, Bronze. <laughs> yeah. You're not nerdy enough. Yeah, you're not Bronze Brigade. You're, you're not, not a nerd. Look, you're not. You're some you sort might, of. I'm okay with that. You might. You might have spent two hundred dollars on some uh, some figurines, some Warhammer. Yeah, stuff, but you're but no nerd. You didn't spend two hundred fifty. Okay, that's the limit yeah. for nerddom. I've been yeah, a nerd. but look how cute this boy is. Okay, that's pretty cute. That's pretty great. Look, he's got that's a little great. coffee cup, and he's reading, but he's holding the book with his foot because he's beast. And then his other hand is like, hmm. So I mean, and that's has, pretty. And he has glasses. We might let, we might let you into glasses. the nerd group now, Bronze. That might okay, be your. Okay, I was gonna say ticket. this is. So is that like your boyfriends or something? <laughs> he is my boyfriend. <laughs> what uh, what brand uh, statue is that? Do you know? Does it say sideshow? Oh, that's a sideshow joint. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. It was on sale for. They had a sale on their website for San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. And this one was adorable from their website so i got it sure as you should i uh i can't go to and very I've, thematic i've blocked that uh that website from my i can't i'm not allowed to visit anymore i can't believe That's you fair. bought something on sideshow and it actually showed up in a reasonable amount of time i'm blown away by that i ordered something that was like small and yeah. like not I, yeah well the, I, mean... I have like the huge dr strange maquette yeah. And this took forever. That's well, all pre-order stuff. That's how they make their money. Yeah. That's how, that's how they That's like the funnest part of it, though, is like when you order something, you completely forget about it. Hell and yeah, then it's it like your birthday. I got one of those two days ago, and there was uh, some things I had to cancel. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. What was it? What was it, JP? Uh, I for One of them was there was a Thanos bust that I was like, I need that Thanos bust. And then I was like, I don't have a, any place to put a... That's a giant. Th I mean, that's like, it's like a life-size Thanos bust. Where would I even put that? Uh, so I canceled that. I canceled that one. That was a couple grand saved, thankfully. Uh, and then what else was there? I forgot what the other one was. It might have been the Spider-Man one. They they had like a trio of uh, of Spider-Man that was uh, that was announced a while back, with him, Gwen, or maybe it was him, Venom and Carnage. I forgot. The exact uh version of were they like having tea like, yeah they the were tea. having they were hanging upside down drinking tea you know okay okay i passed the tea Eddie. yeah and then the other guys are like i'm carnage that's exactly Grr. right what is yeah. woody how does woody harrelson sound as carnage i didn't see the movie i don't know still haven't seen the movie okay great. <laughs> yeah. couldn't tell you what 
know. Couldn't tell you. I don't know how that goes. I don't know how that goes. It's me, Carnage. I think is how he sounds. Watch <laughs> out, kids. Probably right. I'm Carnage. That's probably correct. Yeah. Roar. Yeah. Bronze, right. how you been? Besides ordering beast figures, everything good? Yeah. Yeah. That, no, there I'm, was some I'm hesitation in that phase. There. There, I, yeah, there was. There was. Do we need to talk so, about like, it? I'm a freelance right? writer in addition to being a content creator. Yes. And I'm you sure y'all understand this as like fellow oh, professionals. Yes. There are two different kinds of streamers. There are streamers that all they do is turn on their camera and stream. Correct. There are streamers that do a lot of work behind the scenes to like make their shows happen and stuff like that. Right. You know, me and JP are working on something and I've got like a couple other things in the works. And this week, I don't know, it just all caught up with me. I'm behind on like two writing deadlines. And uh it'd be like yeah, that sometimes. I'm like, yeah. I'm just like, oh damn, like so much of I would get so much work done if I took a day off of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that look, I it yeah. <laughs> like if I had a if I took an entire day off. Or like two days off, three days off, just to work. I would be caught up on so much work. Yeah, yeah. That's how that goes. That's how that goes. Streamers wear a lot of different hats. Y'all working on something without me? No, we worked on it with you. Yeah. You are working on something without me? You were, we no, you said, were literally you, you were part there. Of the process. Yeah. <laughs> you were li- you were literally there. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. How sure. dare you? Jesse was black. I had a whole bit going and everything. He's black during that that whole moment. Yeah, yeah. He might have been blacked out during that whole moment. Jesse's one of the most stressed creators I know, other than me. It's like, how's it going? How's your Monday going, Jesse? And Jesse's like, he just screams. Yeah, he just screams. True. There's just a fire in the background. It's fine. Everything's okay. Yeah. No, there's no fire in your apartment. Looks great. You should put a fire on your TV. Have you gone through? How many star? I haven't got. I'm on a water today. Man, I'm drinking water at the moment. Oh. I've had zero coffee. I had it's gonna Starbucks be a rough. It's gonna be a rough morning till I can get a drink. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. I I woke up and my wife had already been to Starbucks and presented me with a nitro cold brew, which should be illegal. Mm. Uh, those drinks are. Those are not. Uh, you don't like them? No, I no, like I, them, I, but I, I don't understand how like meth is illegal, but nitro cold brew is oh. legal. Like it, they're yeah. the well, same thing. Because. Oh my god! Because you pay, you pay for your nitro cold. When you get that nitro cold, what do you think room, I steal my meth with Jeff, cash, I, and then you I, pay about Jesse two I buy, hours later? I buy my meth as well. Okay, I spend my uh, whole... two or three hours later. You pay again. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you pay a price. That cold brew goes <laughs> through me. It's yeah. like they stop serving it in the uh, in the venties. They won't serve you a cold brew venti anymore. That's because you will become a butt cannon. That's the, uh, my wife said they won't. Yeah, we had to get the grande. Uh, grande's the biggest they go. Do you think she said okay. that to you just so you would have to get the grande? Uh, what I'm asking is, does your wife lie to you? Uh, potentially, but I'm okay with it because, again, I think that should be illegal. But I also believe her, so I think I think, right, 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 I think right. one, well, she does lie, which is fine, but I also believe yeah. her in this situation. So you're fine with I the lie, but like, look up you're, 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 you're okay with it? Yeah. Yeah. But the chocolate cream cold brew, listen. They do that, that at Starbucks? Is... They have different flavors of it now? Yeah. Yes, oh. they have different flavors now, and it's very dangerous. I didn't they know They have, that. like, vanilla sweet cream, and That's then they what have I usually chocolate get. cream. Yeah. Ooh. 
And then they, I think they have salted caramel, but I don't know what it is. I've never been a fan of salted caramel. What is wrong Same. with you? Same. You guys Same. are both I don't know. not human beings. Sorry. You're lizards. I, I don't do, know. Like, you guys are both lizards. Pretzels, you know how pretzels they come with salt? I always get my pretzel without yeah. salt. I'm not a big salt guy. Me too. I knock the extra salt off because they there mm-hmm. is some salt that's okay, but they always like over salt it. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> is that what just happened here? No. Yeah, we really did. You need salt in your diet. Eat get the salt. You need salt. You gotta eat it. Are you, you one of those people salt that and- salts your fries, JP? Like extra salts my fries? No. I just eat the fries oh. how they come salted i don't because you know salt. fries sometimes come with a packet of salt and every time someone opens one and sprinkles it on their fries i've met like three people like this that's in my absurd. life i always consider whether or not they're a demon where i'm like yeah you that's... just salted your wendy's fries you must be a demon that's... like Dude, you can't be human uh, most of those places like actually over salt all their fries so yes. putting more salt on yeah it... you know I mean, yeah. this is absolutely as a person who in his youth worked in McDonald's. Let me tell you some messed up. You know how they get the fries out of the, the, the oil? Yeah. They dump them in that bin and yeah. then they salt them. And then they put the what ends up happening is, yeah, yeah they get the little shaker. They'll yeah. go through like half the thing of fries and then some manager will be like, we need more fries. So put fries down, pull the fries out, dump them on the fries that are already more there, resalt. So now the fries in the back have been salted twice. Yeah. And sometimes I would dare say three times. Yep. So every once in a while, you'll get like that mega salty fry. That's because you got one of them back-ass fries. Let me ask you this. hanging out in the back. Here's the truest test of fast yeah. food eaters. I don't. I will gatekeep a fast food eater <laughs> from calling themselves a fast food connoisseur. Uh-huh. Do you eat the fries before you get home? No matter what. Is it a race to finish all your fries before you step out of that car? There's only yes. one answer. It's not a race. It's, it's a, race a race every race. time. But I can guarantee there'll be no fries when I get home. <laughs> yes. And I regret it every time. Same, so I don't know if same. I qualify. I regret it every time. Every time I'm like, I'm I not going to touch these fries. My burger. And then I'm just eating yeah. fries. No. And then I'm just sitting there eating a burger by itself. And I'm like, you know what would have gone really well with this? The fries that I ate in the fucking Correct. car. And here's oh. the other fucked up situation. If you wait to eat the fries when you get home, You'll actually Cold. eat less fries because they're going to be a little bit colder, but it's better for you overall. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of just gorging you know on You know like what's better for fries. you? Delicious hot fries. That's what's better. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's this delicious chain. It's in Oregon and Southern Washington called Burgerville. Okay. I used to be obsessed with this place when I lived in Portland. And their whole specialty is they only use like local ingredients, but they are like a fast food place. Yeah, yeah. And so they have these Yukon gold waffle fries. I don't think they ever survived (laughs) until it was time to eat that Colossus burger. Like, I don't think there's this thing. They're so good. And they make them out of these Yukon gold potatoes. And then seasonally, they would have rosemary shoestring fries. I don't think those fries ever survived. Have you ever had had sweet potato waffle fries? Good little cinnamon. I don't think I've ever those. had sweet potato waffle fries. They're pretty tasty. That sounds good, but do they go well with a burger with cinnamon on them? No, no, no. They're usually like a dessert type deal. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, it kind of yeah. sounds like their own dish, but they'll, I'd be down. They'll give you like a brown sugar cinnamon sauce or something like that. You know, pretty pretty good. You know what I love? Pretty so tasty. I'm on their website, and I it, this is how I know this is the Pacific Northwest, is that the yeah, kids' but, meals but, just has a the, wild Alaskan halibut fish and chips meal for the kids' meal. Yeah. Frankly, I'm totally here for that. 
I love yeah. I love that. It's not like eat your chicken strips, you son of a bitch. It's like get yourself a wild Alaskan halibut. I'm like, this is great. I'm here for this. Love it. Yeah, no, also, they have a, they have a they have an ice cream sandwich that I'm like, I want that ice cream sandwich. I've been on all, all about ice cream sandwiches you're... since they took the Choco Taco from me. Never had Next a time you're in Portland, I'll take you, Jesse, to Burgerville. Their their seasonal shakes are to fucking kill for. Like if they are like our seasonal shake right now is our Marionberry shake. Fuck the chocolate. Fuck the vanilla. Get whatever the seasonal shake is. If they're like our seasonal shake is a Huckleberry shake, just get it, and it's gonna be the a best shake you've ever shake. had. <laughs> they I do. They do you... whatever berry is in season. It's oh. so crazy. Right now it's like a raspberry. But, like, because Washington and Oregon have so many berries, they'll, like, be, like, you know, right now our seasonal is our, is our huckleberry shake or our marionberry shake. And then they're yeah. so good. <laughs> Your Northwestern teen girl voice is the funniest shit I've ever heard of. I, oh, is it good? Marionberry? <laughs> yeah. No, that's the, that's the girl that works at the Burgerville drive-thru. I would do a travel series with Jesse, and it would break the internet. Because the other oh place I would God. take Jesse is Jesse Leavenworth. I was doing a travel series. So then, then COVID uh, years hit. ago, we did one. Yeah. I'd do another one in a heartbeat. That's great. Yeah. Hire me, Jesse. I'll take you to Leavenworth. It's like this little town uh, like that's out here that is uh, like little Bavaria. It's inexplicably Bavarian. And they Maybe. have a bunch of German restaurants there. And if you want like Huckleberry lemonade, you go there, you eat some schnitzel. You walk around, Ooh. you get beer and a stein, like, and you can go fucking inner tubing down the river all in one trip. Ooh. Dang. <laughs> and it's just a Bavarian berry down the river. And do they have a Bavarian berry? I wonder. A Bavarian Marion berry. Is that <laughs> how they make their the beer? They've got like a they've got like a, a sausage shop, like with apple oh sauerkraut. Ooh. And oh they've got pretzel places and like beer cheese and yeah, isn't there a prison in Leavenworth? Is that the same spot? I don't think so. Isn't there? Uh, there's got to be a big prison in Leavenworth. Isn't that? But that's not. That's not Washington. I don't think. I'm googling. Yeah, no, that can't be the same one. Uh, yeah. that's not. There's a camp. Leavenworth. Yeah, that's Kansas, right? Oh, that's in Kansas. Yeah, that's north. Yeah, northwest yeah, yeah, yeah. Kansas is where Leavenworth is. Why is Leavenworth? Are you, wait, are, wait. Leavenworth? Are you basing all this off of the movie Con Air? I believe there's a this is a plot point in Con Air, I think. There are Google reviews of Leavenworth County Jail. What? Yeah, but Leavenworth County Jail is different. The reviews are Deputy Jay Zimmerman is the consummate deputy with the Leavenworth County Sheriff's Department. He performs his duties with complete passion and empathy for those misfortunate. He's a gentleman, soft-spoken in, in his demeanor and profound convictions for those he serves. It was a pleasure being arrested by him and making your acquaintance. What the fuck? Why did you leave a Google review for someone that arrested you? People are insane. Hey, I've seen people leave Google reviews for buses. That is actually understandable, though. Like, that makes, like, if people want to know what the experience is of a bus, but of a prison? I don't know about that. <laughs> That's got to be a paid. Yeah, it was It was a pleasure being arrested. The fuck is that? 
Jesse's looking up some shit as well. He's about to blow our minds. I here mean, soon. I just need to verify that this is a thing. The... S in Con Air. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, yeah. Didn't you watch Con Air like or Con Air like two weeks ago? I 100% did, which is why this rings true to me. That uh, Poe was a convict. Yeah, Poe was convicted for murder as a U.S. Army Ranger. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe that's where I remember it from. Either way. Okay. Not, it's uh, not, they don't go to Leavenworth. In no, there's some guy on the internet complaining about how, as a member of the military, he should have served his time at Fort Leavenworth and not a normal prison, which is why the movie makes no sense. But I, I, I dare say nothing about that movie makes sense. Why are you questioning anything in that movie? I don't know. There's no reason for any of those people to be on the same flight together. Why would a man being released on parole take a plane home? <laughs> it makes no sense. No, no, don't question any of it. Just accept it. That's our review of Conair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, everything's been good with you besides Conair uh past two weeks. Well, that was probably the highlight, right? In the past two weeks. Watching that movie um, again. I don't I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> okay. It certainly, it certainly was a light, a little bit of light shine through. I don't know. Last couple of weeks have been just a wacky good fun. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about, let's be real, the real excitement. X-Men. <laughs> it's not I thought we're not talking announced. about that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'll see if we have time. Because we have so much San Diego Wait, what are we not? Stuff. We're not talking about X-Men? We we're might. not talking about it today. We might. We don't. We'll see. We're talking. It wasn't in the tweet. It wasn't in the tweet. That's correct. It was not in the tweet. Jesse, we haven't talked about any of the San Diego Comic-Con We're stuff. not. We're not going to talk about how Gambit hit on everyone in the hey. first three episodes. <laughs> we're not going to talk about how Aurora Monroe <laughs> flaps her wings when she flies. <laughs> We're not going to talk about how Jubilee spends the first 40 minutes of the two episodes going, why is everyone chasing me? Yes. I'm just a girl. Oh, I'm the worst ever. We're not going to talk about how Morph <laughs> talks like, hello, my name is Morph, but laughs like, nah, 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 nah. That's we're Morph. not going to talk about any of that. Not oh yet. Oh, my God. Oh, not my yet. God. Not yet. We got to talk about all the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. So the people in my chat asking me when I'm going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con stuff. She flaps her wings to fly, dude. Stop asking me when I'm going to ask to talk about it. She does flap her wings, though. That's true. Yeah, that's she, does. she yeah, does. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do with, uh, with X-Men because we got three episodes, including today's, before She-Hulk. So maybe we double up. Maybe we just do the first, like eight episodes or nine i don't know we'll figure i just it want out. to talk about whatever like all the weird shit that i saw that i was like this is the most amazing thing i've ever when seen was the last life. time you had watched it oh, since uh, when kid? i was a kid i haven't okay. seen this since i was a child it's pretty wild shit like it is jubilee just runs around those first you're right she's there's useless a scene for 40 where minutes jubilee runs down the street and the camera pains over and there's a sentinel posted up on a wall like you can see me bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm invisible. It is so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, yeah, is I am Groot next week? You might be right about that. That might be a thing. We've got a timeline I think actually 
Nope, it's not on that. Let's just roll through the announcements here because there was a lot at old San Diego Comic-Con. I will spoil this, though, because Jesse's going to mention it. We're going to get it out of the way. What? They didn't mention the man in the ocean, Jesse. You got nothing. No mention of it at all. Anywhere. There is no war in Bossing Say, bro. Don't worry about it. There's nothing. Nothing going on with the man in the ocean. I wonder, I, do you think the interviewers are not allowed to ask Kevin about that? Like, why isn't that the first thing they're, like, if they're looking for gotcha questions, why wouldn't they ask them that? They want to ask about things they're not going to get. They're like, oh, yeah, what is King's outfit? Oh, I can't talk about that. I can't say, can't say anything about that. Am I even in that movie? I don't know. Who could say? Did they announce that? Oh, they, oh yeah, I'm in that movie. That's like how that Jonathan ask, Majors interview went. Are we like backseat question asking? It, well, yeah, we're like, what a stupid uh, question. Ask a better question, you idiot. It's not ask a better question. It's ask the question. Like, yeah. that's the question, I think, right now for MCU people. What do you expect? The answer is going to be. An, from an audience that anytime you point anything like this out, they say, why can't you just turn your brain off and enjoy the movies? <laughs> and it's like, I'm, I'm trying to. You know, like, but... It, they show uh, who told them to put a giant man in the ocean <coughs> yeah you know like at some point it has to be addressed right i mean it would if right? they here's the thing if we get through black panther right? 2 and they don't address it then well, it's it came from the ocean you think namor would be kind of pressed about this you know it's if if we don't get an answer in black panther 2 that will never be answered then they would have forgotten about it at that point yeah, I think I mean, the worst right. part if... of Eternals has been that they said multiple times that Eternals was the most important MCU film, and yet it has had zero impact on anything. Yes. Yeah. And I know people are going to be like, well, it's going to have that in the future, Bronze. An entire phase went by with Eternals kind of being at the beginning of the phase. It shouldn't take a phase, like the second phase, for some impact to be felt, especially with how much that movie was touted as like, this is going to be the foundational, like, important work of of the of the MCU. And then it feels like because maybe that movie wasn't as popular as they wanted or wasn't as well-received as they wanted, that they kind of, like, pulled back on that, which I think is, like, a disservice. It's like, well, no, if it's important, just keep it important. Yeah. You can't just sign it off now that you don't like how the movie was received. I agree. Again, it's got to be answered in Black Panther, too. If it's not, then I'm just gonna stop asking about it because Marvel doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, if Namor isn't like, I'm so mad. There's a giant guy. My, yeah, a guy appeared and killed people. Like, there's got to be a reasoning behind it. And if it's something as silly as like, I don't even know any Different other multiverse. plot that, if it doesn't involve that damn body in the ocean, you're absolutely right. They'll never address it again. Yeah. Never. Yeah. We will see. Uh, the first thing they, I mean, we can kind of roll through the uh, the timeline of announcements, uh, starting with first. The first one was that Marvel Phase 4 is done uh, with Wakanda Forever this November. It's the final film in Phase Crazy. 4, which is uh, both, I guess, expected, but also kind of came out of nowhere. Like, we, 
we didn't really know what was going on in terms of the phases at all. So it seems like that retreat uh, after all the announcements over the, the San Diego Comic-Con weekend, it seems like that retreat definitely helped them kind of lay out everything and, and shape everything. Uh, I think it's what 50 hours of TV shows and movies was all of phase four. It was the longest phase uh, that Marvel's done so far in the MCU uh, by a considerable amount. I think the first three phases are still less than all of phase four if you combine them all um, to kind of show you how much content was there. But yeah. Right, but what about the quality? Oh, it, it well, it's hard to say it was the worst. I, it had hit. It had the hitters, right? But it also had the misses. But I think every phase had the misses. I think it's it's like, okay, here's here's kind of my upset with it. It had the most minutes or actual runtime of like any other phase of all the other three phases combined. Yeah, yeah. And yet it still kind of felt like it was pulling like how do I describe it? Like um, let's test this out. Let's te- let's test that out. Like yeah. they didn't ever fully commit to like anything yeah and so the result is kind of a lackluster phase in my opinion whereas like formally it was like okay this is our villain this is going to be who we're going in for and these are the heroes that are going to be at the forefront of it and so yeah these are our frontliners and in this one it's like well let's see who's popular who's working out and who's not and let's give them a bunch of shows where they only get six episodes and the writing's rushed and the plot is not thoroughly developed and we don't really take time to develop the villains because we don't really have time in a six episode miniseries because we don't want to invest more than that in a moon knight or a falcon and winter soldier you know we don't want to invest more than that it's like well then how the fuck do you expect us to <laughs> to develop an attachment or like if you're not willing to invest or go all in on hawkeye how do you expect the audience to do that and be invested in echo and the spin-offs like when you it was very clear that Hawkeye was like testing the waters to see how these characters could do, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's, if you don't have any confidence, your audience isn't going to have any confidence. And the result is most people are asking the question, really? Echo's getting a show. Like, did people care? And it's like, everyone's getting I'm a sure. Show <laughs> yeah. Every, everybody's getting a show now, but it's still clear the ones they believe in, right? Daredevil, because there's a track of success there. And that's why Daredevil actually has a decent number of episodes to tell an actual story, which, of course, I'm thrilled about. I'm sure you guys are thrilled about it. I know we're all huge Daredevil fans here. But I think the reason that Daredevil isn't getting a shitty six episode pilot, let's be real, that's what these are. They're like six episode pilots. Yeah, yeah they're a movie deconstructed into a show. Yeah, is because. Daredevil has three seasons that already did well on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that are now part of so Disney it, Plus, right? So the, the groundwork's there. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I wonder how that's going to work from... Uh, we, we, let, I'll, we'll save the Daredevil talk till we get to that announcement. But yeah, mm-hmm. very interested to see how that, that all goes. But yeah, I, I agree with you, Bronze. Um, I, I think also Marvel is... Uh, they kind of like put themselves in a rough spot because like phase one and phase two, it was basically, we're going to introduce all these villains that are just foils of the character that they're fighting against. Right. And so then like the idea of, of a movie or a, uh, well, I guess they were all movies back then, all the movies being like formulaic, right. That became the con the, not the controversy, but that became the discussion around those films is like, Oh, these are all the same thing. Right. You have a hero, something mm-hmm. bad happens to him. Then they become a superhero. And then they fight a foil of whatever their superhero powers are. That was kind of mm-hmm. like phase one and phase two. 
Um, and then they kind of went the opposite way where they didn't really have villains in some cases like they did, but they were just kind of pushovers in a lot of ways. Um, and then they had, of course, the, you know, the entire Infinity Saga where that just got bigger and bigger as, as time went on, which I think is why Phase 2 and Phase 3 were so highly regarded, right? Uh, the, the latter half of Phase 2, I should say. Um, so hopefully, like, Phase 5 and Phase 6, we could see Marvel find a medium between striking a formulaic uh, stance and, like, being under undercooked on all their stuff um, moving mm-hmm. forward. That's my hope, at least. And I think I think they can, right? Because if anything, Phase 4 was the test phase. They wanted to see what was going to work. They wanted to see what characters were going to hit. Now they kind of have those characters that are going to hit, those characters that have tested well, and they can kind of push those stories forward. What characters do you think hit? Uh, I think characters that hit. Uh, definitely Shang-Chi. Definitely think he uh, is fan favorite. I think, um, I mean, is this a personal? Are you asking personally or are you asking just across the board? Because I would say like Moon Knight hit, but I think that's more personal. Across the board. Just, just like across Yelena. the board. Yeah, Yelena. Agreed. I think we can, I think Yelena is a fan favorite. I think like they mm-hmm. tested with her yeah. on the big screen and the small screen to see like, and I think like she could carry a show yes. easily. Yes, I agree. Uh, easily. I mean, you can look at the stuff they announced, right? Loki, for sure. We're getting season two of that. I think he's he was already established mm-hmm. going into the show, which is probably why that show was so good because they didn't have to spend six episodes building the character. We already knew the character. They built a. I think that was aspect. more testing Kang and Sylvie. If anything, yeah, yeah, and, and probably Morbius. testing the multiverse as well, like mm-hmm. the idea of of doing that. Um, what else was there? I mean, if they don't bring Morbius back, that's going to be a huge L for them. Yes. Oh, he's he's in season two. He's he's been. Yeah, he's, he's been so film. cool. Yeah, he's awesome. That like that like I know that the Sylvie Loki love story was like the big thing, but I don't I care think- what anybody says. The Loki Morbius bromance, I great. was there for I, all I think every- of it. I think oh, everyone um, that it. was in that, even like Miss Minutes is cool. Like everyone I was like was cool. buddy cop. Mm, I have to understand. I'm like a big fan of Miami Vice, like 80s, like, you know, dudes in suits that are like, just like, we're such good friends. You know, like that. Oh, man. Yeah, buddy cop movie. That just, whoo. That's what that show is. Gets time me out. so time happy. Out. Time out. Yeah. Time out. Woo. Time out. Jesse's freaking out. Time out. What? Uh, <clears throat> I know you met Mobius, Franz. Oh, Morbid. Oh, my God. Am I Morbid? Am I Morbid? I just want to let you know. I'm Morbid. Anything can happen. Loki and Morbius are like, I'm Dr. Michael Morbius. (laughs) They're having like a whole moment. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, you're 100% right. It's Morbid time. I was Morbid out. Morbid time. You're Morbid. I don't blame you. It doesn't help. Mobius is so much harder for me to say than Morbius. Morbius is very easy for me to say. Mobius takes like actual effort. Sure. Like the name Keith. Honestly, anything Scottish <laughs> is like possible for me to fucking say. Sure. Okay. Like how dare you put a TH at the end of an EI combination and expect my fucking this yes to be able to pronounce it. But Mobius is the same thing. Putting like a B after an O and an E, I'm like, I'm supposed to say that. So Morbius hey, Dr. is super Mike easy Morbius. for me to say. Okay. No, I love it. I didn't know I that. Love you must be low yeah, but trickster god. I also just straight up misspoke. <laughs> oh, I mean, look, that'll happen. Morbius gets in the mind that infects you. It, it, yeah, it when you get morbid, it's like a no venereal disease. Yes, yeah, yeah, it gets it gets all up in there. That's how it goes. 
Um, I've probably infected the rest of the MCU crew with it. They're all Mormon now. We're all Mormon out of control. Uh, Jesse, you ask who who is tested. I think Blade. It's like people are excited because Blade's had three movies. Even if they have no relationship to this character, to the MCU version of Blade. Still think. I don't have I mean, faith. That's crazy to me. I mean, I hope Blade... I, I have faith yeah. because one, it's established and they kind of know what to do. And two, I think the actor playing Blade is potentially the best actor in the entire MCU uh, in terms of other stuff that they've been in. He's definitely up there, if not the best. Oh, yeah. So, I can I can definitely agree with that. Mahershala is like... They're insane. Ama- like, they amazing. Are, they're just God tier. Yeah. Yeah. So I have faith in that. Uh, and I think other people, like if we're going on the side of... Uh, or, or the condition of tested, I think Blade's that as well. I think... It's got enough to get into people into seats. Ironheart, that one's a gamble, right? That can either be hit or miss come uh, Black Panther 2 because she's that's where she's going to be introduced. Mm. I don't know if that's going to be there. Uh, Agatha? It'll be fine. Agatha, Agatha was very... Agatha was huge. Agatha, like, so when WandaVision was airing on TikTok, there were so many Agatha fan reels. And that's oh, how yeah. I know she's popular. Okay. There was yeah. so much. With set to that music, it was Agatha all along. And there was just like smash cuts of her. Like she was kind of the breakout star of that show. Um, from like, and I'm not saying like, oh, Olsen didn't do well, but like people already knew Olsen. Right. But right, like, right. yeah, like I was, she was everywhere. That song was everywhere. That song on was kind media. of a big deal. Yeah, they they, yeah, they even so devoted like marketing to like doing a behind the scenes on how that song was crafted. How the yeah. music for that song? No, right. she was huge. She was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, but she also acted her fucking ass off. Yeah, she was very good. She was very good. She was so good. I still get chills. Like all of my favorite scenes from that show were her. Mm. I still get chills when she's like, "Do you want me to take that again?" Yeah, when she like turns, where like that scene, yeah. yeah, and then she like goes back and then like comes back. I was like, oh my god, she's so good. Like, yeah, yeah, she's you're right. so amazing in I her role. Like, I would just watch her, and then like even when she's in the car, like crying, and then she's like, anyways, and then like <laughs> I was like, she's so good. She's yeah. so diabolically evil. For sure, I cannot handle her. I just love. So I don't know what the story is going to be. I mean, House of Harkness kind of tells us, you know, what it's going to be. But yeah, still, I, I, I think. No, she we don't do really it. know what any of that means. True. I think if anything, I hope it's a self. I think what Marvel needs to do more of is like a storyline that doesn't impact their cinematic universe, so they can do more with it. Yeah, where right? it doesn't have the the hooks back in the MCU. That's good. Good idea. Good point. Because then they can just kind of, they can they can do more with it, and I feel like that's kind of what worked in Moon Knight's favor, is it doesn't actually directly tie into anything in the movies. So because of that, they have more liberty with like, with like defeating a certain villain or or doing that because they don't have to, you know, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm like trying to. They don't have to have that like the Connect consequences the of what happened in Moon Knight. Yeah, connect with the movie. So they could do more. They can have a giant god battle over the pyramids because it doesn't have to directly relate into a film. Um, yeah. So yeah. I yeah. also that's just that's just my thought. Speaking on like phase four and and really all four of the phases up till now, uh, only because I think we're getting into territory where 
the villains are so much more interesting that they're going to be bringing in. I hope they learn to not kill people off. <laughs> right? I like, hope so too. Like I really want characters to exist, even if they're bad guys. Like, uh, like for example, the, what they did with uh, with Zemo was like a perfect way to handle that in Civil War. Like he was a bad guy, he did some bad shit, and he had like a pretty good ending that hit a little bit more than him just like dying. Because if he dies, yeah. then you can't flush character out anymore. And now, like, he's going to be in Thunderbolts, most likely. And, like, he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And, like, he was probably one of my favorite parts of both those films. I think that's another one of the ones you were saying, like, a tested, or Jesse was asking, like, a tested character. Yeah. I think Zemo passed the test. He was also, I saw clips of him all over the place dancing in the in the art yes. gallery. And that's he great. was all over the place. Turkish Delight was all over the place. <laughs> like, You're right. he was popping. He was yeah. popping. Yeah. It, it, it's and, good. I hope they do that. In phase two and three, I thought they had learned their lesson about killing the villains. Villains. Yeah. Um, they had because in phase one, Tony Stark did it all the time. But I feel a lot of I will never forgive minor, them though. for the Mandarin bullshit. I will never yeah. forgive them for yeah, the Mandarin yeah, they bullshit. Made that good was, on I was it, like, they finally amended some of it with Shang Chi. I yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I think Sean she hit with the Mandarin more so because it already existed in the canon. And so it was mm -hmm. like, you know, meeting Trevor and like that whole Trevor was fantastic. His whole thing was great and and Sean Chi. Uh, and the only reason he and was the there is because of Iron to, Man 3. The thing yeah. they need to do is give like Kang, I I imagine they've are it's already whatever they're gonna do, they're already gonna do. The thing they need to do for Doctor Doom is they need to like he Doctor Doom is more than just a villain. Doctor Doom is like a whole thing. Yeah. And in order to do it right, you have to give Doctor Doom like the Thanos treatment, but like times three. <laughs> like you right. need, like yeah. you know, you, you need a Doctor. Like, it, the first Avengers Infinity War movie is literally the story of the villain, right? So we need that, but like three of those bitches. Yeah. Doctor Doom has so much stuff going on. By the time we get to a, a, a Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom should already have like a full setup. There should be a whole thing of like, Doctor I mean, Doom's been in a bunch of movies already. We already know who this guy is. Yeah. He's been in the background like, I'm all evil, dude. I think there we're going to see him in Black Panther 2, so you're on to something. Yeah, I mean, like, what is the, the last thing that they want to do is a uh, uh, the Avengers... King Dynasty and then Secret Wars. Yeah. If they're doing Secret Wars as the last movie of Phase Six or whatever it is, yeah, they need to like Doom needs to be huge by that point. I think he will. I mean, if he's in Black Panther two, I think he's going to be relevant at that. I think both him and Kang are going to be relevant by then. I'm just saying, but like that movie, if you're doing Secret Wars, Doom's huge in that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you got, I mean, I think I will not. The other I will not settle that... for another one and done. Go for it. Yeah, we were talking about Mahershala, right? Mm -hmm. And like that was the one. And people always like when we show our ranking. That's the one they always ask about. I was like, why is Luke Cage so low? And I think it's because like that was the biggest upset to like have this really great hot mouth, and then he's mm. dead halfway through season one. You're just like, what that's the right. fuck? You know, <sighs> like. I, I was yeah. mad. I was like, oh my yeah. God, fuck you. Who the hell cares about this other motherfucker y'all yeah. put in here? 
this is some bullshit. Why the fuck would you do that? You know, I was so annoyed. I know other people were too, because we had this like really great villain. He doesn't even last the whole season. And then we look at Daredevil. And I think one of the coolest things about Wilson Fisk is that he is so hard to take down, you know, like every time that Matt Murdock thinks he's got he's got him. Wilson Fisk is like one step ahead, like, oh, bitch, you thought you thought I would. I staged my own stabbing in prison so I could get out of prison. And actually, it was me all along. And it's like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Like, you know. And we're we're excited for Fisk to come back, which is why I think we're so underwhelmed with his like his writing, not his performance, because Vincent D'Onofrio is a genius. But like his writing in Hawkeye, where he's just this big guy that walks around and they get shot and like nothing happens to him because it is the mastermind aspect of it that is like so scary where he's just so far ahead of everyone. And um, last week or the week before last, I have like this biweekly comic book show. Uh, called Bagged and Boarded on my channel now. Humble plug. Yeah. But uh, currently what's happening in the comics is that uh, Luke Cage has finally supplanted Wilson Fisk as the mayor of New York. But this is how fucking powerful he is. He is like the mayor and popular. And there's like riots happening, very reminiscent of the January uh, sure. uh, riots. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got some, some nods to like what's happening in America. But it's like people are freaking out that Wilson Fisk was replaced by this by this superhero as the mayor of New York. Like, that's how powerful he is, is like he will fuck you up using the system against you. And that's so scary because other criminals, you just throw them in jail and they go away. He'll come out of jail and somehow be elected to a high high office and have more power than you could ever hope for. Yeah. So I hope we get that writing in the 18 episode series, you know? Yeah. But that's, that's the power of a good protagonist antagonist relationship where you have, you know, everyone loves the idea of Fisk and Daredevil just butting heads. It's the same thing as like Joker and Batman It is like, you, you Mm -hmm. don't like when someone says we're going to kill one of these two. Cause it's like, I would like to watch them fight forever. It's the, and, and that is the thing with Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is that guy where it's like, I want to watch him be a bad guy forever because he's that entertaining as a villain it's the same thing with magneto magneto and charles it's it's yeah the idea of getting rid of one of them is always atrocious and should be off the board entirely i know people do it for shock don't care cut that (laughs) shit out yeah i I love when you give like a villain the time to shine because then it makes the hero and their relationship all that much better right if you just gave us the version of the hawkeye Wilson Fisk, if that kingpin showed up in the first three seasons of Daredevil, we wouldn't give a shit about him. But they gave they gave us a, a kingpin that was fascinating to watch. Like that first season where he's just staring at paintings, that shit's great. <laughs> I love that stuff. Sure. So yeah, I I, I I'm I'm very curious what they're gonna do with Doom. I hope I- they make it uh my preference for Doctor Doom is that from phase five on. He is the uh, uh, guy in the end credits of everything. Like, you know, he just shows up like, yeah, I think Dr. Doom in the background <clears throat> controlling everything. Bye. I think he could be amazing. I, yeah, I, th- I definitely think he could be. I hope they give uh, Doom the first like Marvel anti-hero film. 
I, I really hope that's where they go with him, where he they just give him his own film, and it's not, it's not like a good guy film. Like it's it's. I think Thunderbolts will probably like test that water in terms of having the anti heroes in it, um, and that's kind of been tested with Suicide Squad, right? Like they've done two of those, and it seemed seemed to do pretty well. Um, I think they'll test that with Thunderbolts, and then we'll see in like Phase Five or Phase Six that Doom's just going to get his own movie. Uh, I hope. So. I mean, it's it's worked in the comics, and it's the one part of the Thanos saga that I will never get over is we didn't get a Thanos movie. Yeah. And and yet we saw like Proxima Midnight and like all yeah. these in Corvus Glaive and like we saw his coterie for lack of a better word, but the comics that they're introduced in are so fucking. They make cool. those characters a lot and more I badass. Wish, yeah. And I wish we had known more about them because I think if you know that you're just like. Like Corvus Glaive can't die as long as his glaive is intact. Yeah. Like the only way to kill him is to somehow break that glaive. Like those characters are actually <clears throat> Ebony Maw is so cool. And uh, that like sort of rogue rogues gallery doing evil shit across the galaxy is a movie I would have fucking ate up. And like I, I think they're the horrible people. They fight each other when they're not fighting other people. They just love fighting. You're right. I, I think yeah Marvel... they'll either subjugate planets and when they have nothing to do it's like uh if, if y'all are familiar with uh the total war warhammer mechanics with orcs where they start fighting each other if they're not fighting other people that's them they start like going at each other it's actually kind of amazing i think that would also do well with the marvel audience especially people that maybe like fallen off the marvel audience like getting them back on board to just show like any not necessarily a bad guy but like not a good guy, not someone that's going to have like crazy dramatic superhero music because they're like saving a town. It's like, no, these people murdered a shit ton of people. Here's some badass music. You can watch them murder a shit ton of people. And then like the, the and it adds like they have nuance the, the, too. Bad, the good guys show up in that film every once in a while because they got to fight them. Right. I think that'd be cool. Mm -hmm. I think like the cool thing about those comic books was like Thanos seems nice in comparison because like he brings Gamora onto the ship and Ebony Ma's like, I'm going to kill this small fucking child. And you're like, why? And he's like, just because. Like, yeah. they're, like by comparison, it's like, oh, Thanos thinks he's doing the right thing. Some of these motherfuckers do not think they're doing the right thing and they don't care, yeah. you know? So it's like kind of even that's kind of interesting. And I'm excited about that aspect of the Thunderbolts because you do have that sort of striation there as well whereas i don't believe zemo is as evil as some of the other members of the thunderbolt right and when you think back to zemo's motivations he's actually incredibly fucking justified in wanting to tear apart the avengers because they really had no right killing his entire family that wasn't a decision for them to make um so it, it is like interesting to see how that character is going to play off potentially not as morally great characters or characters that are more okay with with killing or or something like that i don't know it's interesting it's interesting i think it's going to be i think i think it's going to be one of the things i enjoy more sure out of this coming phase. yeah yeah uh i'll go ahead and show the the full timeline now that they announced it at san diego comic-con we can kind of just go through this or pick whichever one we're most excited about or or whatever we could talk about them all um the quantum mania stuff. I don't know if you guys saw any of the leaked footage of that that came out of this. They they showed some clips from it at 
San Diego Comic-Con, but they did not share those with the uh, the rest of us. Some of that stuff leaked. One of them is a scene where Ant-Man's standing there and Kang walks up and asks him if he's an Avenger. Uh, and Ant-Man says, like, yeah, I'm an Avenger or something like that. You get a full reveal of Kang standing there. It says, have I killed you before? Which I think is a fucking badass line <laughs> for someone who's like an enemy of the multiverse uh, asking a random Avenger if I've killed you before. Uh, and it makes me very excited to see like more of Kang throughout the entire, I think, I think we're going to see multiple versions. I know we're going to see multiple versions because he said so as in an interview, but I want to see like a good Kang with also the bad Kings. Cause there's like the mm -hmm. Iron Man King. I, I forgot what his name is. Uh, Iron Lad maybe. Yeah. Iron, Iron Lad, Lad. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably going to pop up somewhere. Right, like he's pretty important. Uh, but his whole storyline is super convoluted, though. It's very well. Like you it's would all have gonna to be convoluted. Yeah, you'd have to bring in Moon Knight to justify the ancient Egyptian past stuff. Like, there's so much going on there. Oh, that, the Ramatet stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think they're gonna do so that. Much. Like, how do you if if they give us like a, a neutered Kang, <laughs> like a Kang where they leave that shit out? I'd kind of be a little bit upset. I want to see mean, all the versions of them. What I'm curious about is just look at, so this is phase five, right? Yep. Yep. That's if all you look phase at five. phase five, Quantumania is up first. Quantumania is 100% the introduction of Kang to the movie verse, right? Yep. He's confirmed. And that's that. yeah. totally fine. Great. The next thing is secret invasion, which is a scroll thing. Yep. Then Sam Jackson. you have guardians of the galaxy, sure. which is a space thing that involves Adam Warlock, not Kang. Right. Then you have Echo, which is a street-level thing. Then you have Loki, which potentially involves Kang, one would assume, because of the timelines, right? Very much Kang. So we are looking at February Kang, Summer Kang. The Marvels is not going to be about Kang. Blade is not going to be about Kang. Ironheart is not going to be about Kang. Agatha, not going to be about Kang. Daredevil, not going to be about Kang. Captain America, New World Order. I imagine I because New World Order was the first episode of the TV show. Yeah. That whatever this is it's gonna first be first episode title is what jess is saying yeah. right 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 um i i would say if there's ever a time for dr doom to ever back? i i don't know i think it's a dr doom thing okay. right like i feel like this there might be a like something's gonna go on there maybe maybe and yeah. then thunderbolts is you know uh, thunderbolts but it's not kang so we have kang february kang summer on tv so it's we have from 2022 currently to the end of 2024 the summer of 20 two things with kang well if you look at phase six it's 2025 there's not well they're leaving a bunch of stuff they they left they they only announced the two True. avengers films but and they left everything True, else but we don't i mean just on the books right now it's you know unless kang shows up and end credits of things like uh thanos yeah to, you know might we're, we're not getting as much kang as i would have liked kang's a huge villain very important i feel like we're missing out on good kang just saying yeah it, it makes me wonder like if we're thinking about what's going to be like tied together right like quantumania loki definitely tied together guardians marvel tied together black panther 2 ironheart tied together Blade is kind of maybe going to be tied together with Agatha, potentially. Blade is going to be... You think it's just going to be a standoff? Standalone I, type I think it's going to be him and Jon Snow going to space to save the girlfriend. 
if they put Blade in space, that'd be fucking bananas. I'm just saying. If, if that's they where the they balls. take Blade. If like if Blade's in a Boston fucking space suit and he's just like slicing up aliens. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, well, you know what? You've seen Blade fight vampires. Now, Blade and Jon Snow are going to space. <laughs> to this, God. I'd be that's like, a comic. It's a comic. It's a, they fight Dracula. He lives on the dark thing. side of the moon. It could be a thing. Yeah. I would have liked that if they went the direction uh, Jesse's put that curse on me where he's like, bro, this is a really good idea, so they won't do it. If they had gone yeah. in the direction of talking about the Necro Sword and yeah. Uh, yeah. basically, like, if they have gone in that direction, yes, put Blade in space. These two things go together like fucking peanut butter and honey. All right? But they didn't do that. Yeah. I think uh, which is another example of them killing a villain like way too fast. Yeah, sorry, I'm not, I'm not going down the road again. I'm not going down that road. I'm not going down that road again. <laughs> you would, I mean, like, right you would, a lot of it depends think, on the actors if they're if they want to. Well, sign I mean, off true, someone. but you would think that once you saw the dailies of Christian Bale, everyone in that studio would have been like, "All right, rewrite the ending. He does not die. How much money would it take to bring him back for something?" Because it blows like it isn't the difference between Christian Bale as a villain and all the other one off villains that have shown up and been like, I want my bird. The difference in the quality yeah. is so dramatic. That's true. Like, what the difference between like, I'm a creepy guy who teleports through shadows and a dude who's like, my insides are on fire and I punch women is so dramatic. Yeah. It blows my mind that they wouldn't be like, whatever it takes, spend the money, bring him back. I mean, whatever it takes. It, Kristen Bell might have just said, like, hey, I'm doing one and done. And that was it. I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, but no one, you know what? I, I, can't, I don't know him. I don't know him. But I think, like, actors like him understand, like, that. I don't know how to describe it. Like, they bring something to a character that I feel like they do. Like, okay. The only other person that I can liken him to is Killian Murphy as Scarecrow. Mm. And here's the thing. Killian Murphy is a fucking serious ass goddamn fucking actor. And he took this character that I'm going to be honest, people didn't really care about outside of those great Arkham Asylum video games. and took him to a level where anytime he was there, I was like eating that shit up. Right. Mm. And I love that. That's the one thing I love that Nolan did is like in that in that trilogy of films, like he comes back at the end, even in a small role where he's like death or exile and like his entire thing there. I was like, was it a major part of the plot? I mean, not really. Did I love that they that he wasn't dead Yeah, Yes. And I wish Marvel did more shit like that. Where it's well, like he also, doesn't need to be the main villain, but like seeing him again, even in a small capacity, I don't think most actors would say no. And he just fucking killed that role to the point that I'm like, clearly he had some investment I, in this. At some point though, like if you think about I, I guess I guess it comes down to the writing, right? The only way that Gore is gonna be like the only way that I see that movie playing out with Gore's intent that was introduced in the very beginning of the movie is one gore dying or two gore losing all of his powers and like losing the necro sword and once he loses the necro sword he kind of becomes a normal dude <laughs> right like the necro sword was right. the purpose for his or it was the reasoning for him doing anything 
Um, mm-hmm. And so if you take both those things away, I don't know what he does. And so Which it was why it should have been a trilogy of movies. Yeah, no, it should. <laughs> it should have been a trilogy. And I think like I understand, like maybe they couldn't bring Gore back unless they do a multiverse thing where mm. it's like, OK, fine. You kill every god in this could, reality, yeah. but they're still in the other ones. And then he could be I like, OK, what if and I'm going to go through space. Honest. Yeah. But the, my yeah. my upset is that they didn't do a good job or they not even do a good job. They didn't set up the null. So like yeah, that's yeah. more so what I was talking about. Like yes, if they had true. set up, if they had set up the whole null thing, then it would make like Blade and Space just it just fucking makes sense, baby. Yeah. And he's got like a perfect villain, and it ties in with Black Knight shit, and it would have been really fucking up. But they, it was like to me, it was a wasted opportunity of like, oh, this is one of those rare cases where we're seeing the corruption of ultimately what is a good. And even one could say pious character by this symbiote. Imagine if, you know, what this is a part of or what it, they didn't ever explain the Necrosword. At no point I, explain no, what it is. It might have been le- legal. Because, like, they can't because Venom owns or like Sony owns that IP. So, yeah, but it's. It... <sighs> They just changed then the name, right? Like, yeah, then just change the name. You don't call they, it. But then we're on this same thing. Like, it... oh, they had to change the name, right? <laughs> they deal with all that shit. They go I mean, back they on, could like, just the hit. History. They don't have to say names. They could just be like, there's something in the sword that was calling me. And there's this play. Like, I saw this thing. And you can, like, get a whole bit out of it without dropping a name. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, like, you can maybe, do that. Maybe. Speaking of Killian Murphy, by the way, uh, one. A lot of people are saying that he should play Doctor Doom. I don't know if that's what I want, but a lot of people are saying that. I don't know. Who, yeah, I, don't I know who love I him. I, I am a Killian Murphy super stan. I like watch everything he's in. I'm going to be seeing Oppenheimer the day it launches. I am in love with him. I I still don't think he would be a good Doctor Doom. Yeah, I, dude. Some of the names they have going around for Doctor Doom are kind of like Giancarlo I love es- him. Esposito is one. I could maybe. I think, see I think that. the problem is people are. Looking at actors Maybe. based on appearance, um, not well, just like how well they can emote and how good of an actor they are. But Doctor Doom, he doesn't emote. It's all about voice. It's yeah. all voice. Yeah, he's in a mask. Yeah, it's all about in a, a mask. great, the, great voice the, that is creepy and awesome, but at the same time, like so you're saying, brilliant and charismatic. And it's a tough. It's you have to. You're saying they got to find another like, Vader, right? They got to find that. They've got to find yeah, another absolutely. Pedro Pascal. Like, I will That's never get true, over yeah. how well he did as Mandalorian. I will never get over it because Pedro always struck me as Killian. I'm not saying Killian can't do it, but like Killian acts so much, so much with his eyes in every role he's in, whether it's red eye, whether it's sunshine here. <sighs> I just love him. He acts with his eyes like like 70 percent of it. He doesn't even have to say something. It's like all there. It's this beautiful talent he has. If we put a mask over that, I I don't know what he's capable of. Maybe he would fucking kill it. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. I know his voice acting capability as Scarecrow is great, but I don't know if y'all notice because it's Killian. A lot of the time, he wasn't wearing that Scarecrow hood. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't wearing the mask. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't wearing it. He builds up to the mask moment where he gasses somebody without the mask on because he's such a strong actor with his with his eyes and with his demeanor and how he eats up the screen. So, like, we need a Pedro Pascal because there's, I don't know, there's something he did with Mandalorian that I was like, 
acting is one thing, but acting with the helmet on your head, like, it's damn. Different. Yeah, it's very impressive. He really wasn't did even that. him half the time, to be honest. Like, that wasn't even. Yeah. Like, he just the VO. Yeah, for he had a stand it, in. Because that's what yeah. James Earl Jones did. Yeah. Like, and it, I mean, it works. That's what they did with the. They've already filmed scenes with Dr. Doom in it, right? So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Dr. Doom. Planning for that, but. It doesn't matter to me if it's a famous actor. It doesn't matter to me who it is. As long as the voice and the emotive nature of that voice is one that gets across the action. Because, again, a good Doctor Doom, we never see his face. Not once. I don't want to see a damn thing about his face. Mm. So, And that means you don't need a famous actor. You don't have to pay a famous actor to be that star. And, and if anything, if you need a famous actor, they're just voiceover. And then someone else is in the suit, which is fine. Like, you can get anyone at that point as long as their voice is good because the guy in the suit is just a dude. And then you just dub over it, and that's fine. I would love to see what they come up with. I'm very excited I, yeah. that it's like... Uh, I just don't know who it's going to be. Know. And hopefully they learn their lesson because all the other Doctor Dooms have sucked ass. They've been pretty bad. Yeah. They, he has to have a European accent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would assume uh, if they're going to go that was saying Michael Fassbender, and I will say I do think Michael Fassbender could do it. I, I, I think he loved, could. Yeah. I loved him, but then we don't get him as Magneto, and that will make me cry. So I don't know if I want that because he is my favorite Magneto. I mean, yeah. obviously, other than old man Magneto, but he's my favorite young Magneto. I will say I, I love someone in chat said, and I actually, even though I think it wouldn't be very good because they don't think he'd be good for the role, I do love the intensity of the whisper screams of Eddie Redmayne. I would love oh that God. kind of vibe. Who has who, who Eddie Redmayne played? Need a Eddie Redmayne, the whisper screams, that, that is a reference to the movie Jupiter Ascending, in which Eddie oh, Redmayne plays it. the villain. And the entire film, he's like, I just want you to be aware. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love that shit. It's I, so over the top dumb. It's not good. Don't care. Absolutely love it. Completely adore it. You know who I think would eat this shit up, but unfortunately he passed away. You cannot tell me Rutger Hauer wouldn't have fucking destroyed this role. I think Ooh, with the like gruff, like, oh, yeah. His voice is so fucking cool. It's like the coolest mm-hmm. voice that's ever fucking existed. Yeah. And I think Rutger Hauer would have fucking ate that shit. I really do. I think he would have been such a good doom. I think uh, the one that's like resonated with me the most, I've seen him mention it a couple times in chat. It it doesn't work because, again, I think Doom has to have like some sort of European inflection in his voice. But I think... Right. In terms of a guy that can say no and have it like have some energy behind it, like say something that's uh, conflicting with a, a hero and have it be, you know, resounding, have have some confidence in it, would be John Hamm. Because I've seen him play that character in Mad Men, not play Doom, but he's played like a, a nice dick <laughs> in that show. Mm-hmm. Like he, he plays an asshole, but also he's likable. And I think that's kind of what Doom needs, but I just don't know if he has the voice for it because it's he's I, he's like the most American voice. I Can loved I? him in Good Omens. That's yeah, when I first that. fell. Yeah. yeah, I really fell in love with him in Good Omens, where I was like, 
But he's another one of those that I feel like his face is so much of it for me, you know. But he's like an angel, but he's a dick. And you're like, yeah. oh. And they're like, well, who's who's responsible for calling the full horseman? And he's like, not my department. You know, he's like such an asshole. He's, angel. he's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, he's like attractive enough. They're like, obviously, he's an angel. But you're like, why are you a jock dickhead angel? In line with my Daniel Radcliffe Wolverine. I propose an, an insane if you, choice. If you say fucking Ron should be Doctor Doom. I, Doctor Doom as played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Shut the fuck up. He's he's got too much of a uh, like pretty I don't, boy. I don't, it, think about it though. Even if you don't think see about him, how insane that would be. Even if you think don't see him, he's got too much of a pretty boy voice. That would be. He doesn't do think about how Think about how insane that would be. You know that man would go hard in that role. He would act the role. fucking shit out of it, but he doesn't have a voice You know he would act the shit. It, I don't care if he's the body. He can just be the voice. Yeah. I'm just saying, it, you know he would act the shit out of that role. I agree he would act the shit out of the role. He doesn't have the voice, I think. Maybe if I'm you just, put it behind well, a mask and like, it gets a little... I'm getting maybe. wild over here. I'm maybe. getting wild. Maybe. Get wild with me. I think he's too expensive for Disney money, but what if they said no. Doctor Doom, bro? I don't think he's too expensive. You know that dude's a nerd as hell. That man be playing lightsabers in his room. One of his exes was like, <laughs> he asked me to come over and play lightsabers. <laughs> I was saying is, you could get that man to be in that movie. It's, you know, yeah, wasn't he already in Iron Mask? He was. That's true. I have faith in Marvel though. Like Josh Brolin would be the last person I ever would say should be Thanos, but. He was Thanos. Like, there is no one better that could do Thanos. Yeah, he nailed it. In the world, besides Josh. I thought Josh Brolin was, like, perfect casting after I saw it. So I have faith in whatever Marvel's going to choose. But that's one thing where they you don't miss who, like, casting. They always nail the might casting. work. You know, somebody in my chat mentioned, oh, one of the Scars guards. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I think some of the people from Vikings could do it. So I think what is his name? True. Uh, the one that plays Floki. Is it Gustav? Is it? Oh gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm you're so gonna sorry. lose me on the names, but I know who you're talking about. Uh, or like Travis uh, Fimmel. Is it Fimmel Flimmel? The the one who played um, Ragnar. Mm. I think one of them could, and they do have. They've got I mean, the they European got those accents yeah. down. They got those accents down. They did nine seasons of those it's, fucking accents. Yeah. It's un- I, I agree with you. Uh, Chad also brings up a point. If Mads Mikkelsen did it, it's unfortunate that he was already in the MCU and, and got killed off. That's but like, another example of why they shouldn't kill off legendary actors. <sighs> Mads, I think Mads would be an insane Doctor Doom. Like, he would fucking No, he would have killed it. I loved it. him in Death Stranding. I th- No, his voice is fucking gorgeous. He has such a sexy voice yeah it's insane like when you look at the script for death stranding and you're like if someone else said be beat this many times <laughs> they would sound like a fucking idiot but you're right he fucking but somehow it. mad mickelson sells that goddamn script like it's like fucking elizabeth poetry he's yeah. just like BB. <laughs> you know and i'm like if i tried to say this you know i would sound like an idiot I but <laughs> I, he fucking killed it. That, that's that's who they need, right? 
They need someone that can take like a dog shit script, can say anything, <laughs> and make it like fucking gold. They and they need someone that has played like an anti-hero. They can do an incredible voice. And I don't know who that is, yeah, but some people they sell like very mid scripts, which is unfortunately a lot of what yeah. Marvel has is like kind of you know, I, I would even say that of of Robert Downey Jr. A lot of those exchanges between him and the other Avengers were kind of like cringe when you read them on paper. Like but he sold it, where it's yeah. like quippy one liner, quippy one liner, quippy one liner. It's like how many of these do you have? But he just kind of made that shit work. He sold it. And we yeah. kind of saw that with um oh, I can't think of his name right now, but I absolutely love him. Do you remember the character? Yeah, he's in Stranger Things and he was in uh, Black Widow and Hop Hopper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can't me. think of his name. Chad will say it very Chat, soon. Chat, help me. David Arbor. Thank there you, you so go. much. Yeah. David Arbor is another one of those that like can do, I like, think you know, even if his role, yeah, like even if his role is just 31 liners, somehow he turns it into something more than that. Like, yeah. He's I also, don't like his role was kind of minimal in Black Widow, and yet we are walking away being like, "Oh man, I hope we get to see him again," you know. And he's just kind of one of those people that can take a yeah. he's also mid role and he's committed, it. which I think is another thing that that Marvel definitely needs. Like, I read somewhere that between season three and season four of Stranger Things, with also Black Widow in there, he went up and down like sixty pounds. Like he went from being a beer belly to being incredibly in shape for uh black widow then being like incredibly fucking thin for season four and now he's back in shape yeah. like he's just been ping-ponging all over that that shows a bunch of commitment so yeah i have the very controversial opinion that because i was like a benedict cumberbatch super fan mm. and i was very excited when he was cast as dr strange but i'm not gonna lie sometimes i do feel like he doesn't he gets do off what easy he does with his <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm really sorry. Like, and I hope I'm not upsetting anybody. Actually, I don't care if I upset you. Get over it. <laughs> but like, there's times where I'm like, you, I can tell the projects you give a shit about. And I can tell when you're like, all right, let's fucking do this stupid thing. Let me get out of my trailer, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> Whereas, like I was saying, like, Christian Bale brought something to his role, and Killian Murphy brought something to Scarecrow, and they're serious actors too. Um, and I don't know. You can kind of tell, like, even Kate Blanchett, I consider yeah. her a very serious actor, but like I think she did an absolutely she's phenomenal, phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. she's great. And with, I hope she's sometimes, not, gone. not all the time, sometimes with Cumberbatch, I'm like, you didn't really. Well, he's not. <laughs> he he's didn't not really very... care about this. <laughs> Cumberbatch is like not very emotive, so it's hard to see no. sometimes if he's like really giving it his all or he's just like reading the lines. Whereas, like you know, Hella, for example very emotive actress uh like yeah. incredibly emotive so it's definitely yes. definitely tough to see jesse you I, had something I, yeah so i um <clears throat> was for some reason a thing just popped up for me that was about uh anthony star your uh favorite guy to hate on the boys yeah um was going to be cast in blade as dracula and which is amazing casting which really is good. great but That's a lot really of people good. are saying is that it, that rumor is false and that 
he is actually going to be cast as Doctor Doom. And I don't know yeah, that I believe I that. that. Going, there's a bunch of people. I don't know that I believe that. that. Yeah. I don't believe but, that. Hey, any yeah, of I those, love, I love him for Dracula. Get Anthony, I think him as Dracula. That'd be, dude, if him and Mahershala go back and forth in Blade, that movie's going to be fucking sick. That would be, <laughs> like, he's such a good so actor sick. that I, like, am down for any of it, but I don't I think am he. obsessed. His, his emotion <laughs> is entirely in his face. Yeah. Having yes. Dr. Doom, I think, is a disservice to him as an actor. I agree. So I agree with that. Oh, so, there's very few actors that I like them so much. I go back and look at other stuff they've been in and start to watch, watch it. it. And Anthony Starr is one of those motherfuckers that I'm like, <laughs> God, just fucking bless you. He's really you good. psycho he man. He, I like love... I said, he will take he doesn't he doesn't treat it as a joke. You know what I mean? He's not like, oh, well, this is a can't be character. He will drink a bucket of milk like he's trying to win a fucking Oscar. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he does not phone it in for any scene where I'm like, this is there's a there's a part from season one, which I feel like is okay to spoil because it's season one where there's like a there's like a bottle of breast milk. And he's like, oh, yeah, he loses the shit. He's like, he's like, he's like, I said, Oscar material where he's like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? So many people would be like, what do you want me to do? OK, yeah. You know, and he's just like, nope. He's just like. Yeah, it's he's man. If he actually does get, <laughs> if he gets Dracula and that becomes Blade, be I'm so actually good. that would be the most hyped movie I think, uh, or most face. That's what thing. I'm saying. He's gonna draw out little things into like fucking just it, well, artistry. Just just replace the Dracula. milk with blood. Little, just replace yeah, the just milk little with tiny blood. fucking. Shit. And that's great. And then just like his quiet like intensity when he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, you're so scary. <laughs> I still, I think we, I mentioned this the last time we were discussing Blade. For whatever reason, vampires are still like past the, they're pushing the limit of, of what I deem. But witches be. are okay. Yeah. The fact I that there was a coven of I witches is fine. I look, you can put all the aliens in there. You can give me a fucking little flubber looking thing. I'm like, great. That's an alien. Throw in vampires. I'm like, what the fuck is this doing in Marvel? <laughs> that's just, for some reason, it's too much for me. It's a little bit, a uh, little bit much. I think, I think they're going to run into that in the grand scheme of things with, uh, with a, with a I wider feel like audience. You're in the minority on this one, JP. With all due respect, I don't know. I'm seeing a bunch of people saying uh, that they agree in my chat, but that might just be my echo chamber. I don't know. It's hard to say. They're going to try it. Like if they do a Blade movie without without vampires, then what the fuck are they doing in the first place, right? But it, it might be gonna be the weird one it's gonna be the outlier which is a really straight like i know conceptually that's fucking bananas that it's such a hard sell for me but it is what it is it you're is right like i'll believe the newer dimension and the clandestines but vampires i know i'm right there with you i'm right there with you <laughs> i know how absurd absurd it is we're talking about multiverses no, fine. it's funny we're talking about goddamn mummies and I'm like, oh yeah, bring me those. But fucking vampires, nah, get that shit out of here. Who else do you have? Someone called Black Knight fight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's an old timey knight man. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it's because every every instance of a vampire that I've seen has been like kind of corny, right? Like vampires are always campy, and so if they can if they can hit that threshold where they're not just like campy and and 
vampire-esque. I don't know how else to, to explain that. I loved the vampires in Blade. Like, I was... They're, they were cool. Which vampires, they were, though? Like, they were all like, oh, we're invincible. Right. Like, which ones? Yeah. The So, like, when I was, like, a baby and I watched that movie, and I understand, like, you know, it's very 90s or whatever, 2000s, but, like, I used to look at that and be like, that's what being cool is. Like, being, like, <laughs> Deacon. Oh, God. His friends, you know, like, they're so cool. And I also felt that way about the Matrix when I was like a baby, you know, I was uh, like six or seven. I would just be like, wow, leather jackets are so cool. (laughs) Like these guys. The thing is, here's the thing, Bronze. If you told me you were going to wear a leather jacket out this winter, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Bronze. Like you could rock. You could could rock it. There was no one cooler than Trinity in my world. Like Trinity was the. I'm a vampire. I know, but like they're in my head. Chat, am I wrong? Was Trinity not like half of y'all's first crush? I was like, who is cooler than Trinity? Yeah, some of us She's are like a, a bisexual that, yeah. icon, you know? Like she was just like the who is Trinity? coolest fucking. What? From Matrix. Oh, I thought we were talking about Blade. What the fuck? No, oh, no, okay. she, she, she made the transition to Matrix. And I thought, I yeah. thought, I thought you meant Blade I... Trinity, and then there was a character <laughs> named Trinity. No, in no, that, no, and no, I was no, like, no. who the hell are we talking You're about? Up. But like Kate Beckinsale. Uh, oh yeah, and we had these like yeah. leather-clad, fucking cool-ass bitches, and it's like, oh my god. And at that time, I was never like, is wearing head-to-toe pleather passe? You know, I was like, no, this is it. So there was something about that. That's just I still, 90s it's like in, in will my stick mind. with me forever. It's like them escaping on the train and that girl with like the what is it like a plastic trench coat and her hair up and two buns running like this after Blade where I was like they're so cool. Like I don't know what it was. I was like that, that's what I hope so like cool. that's what I don't want to see is that. <laughs> that's what I'm worried the, the, about. Is the that they're going to like leather up is, every vampire or they're going to make them like Deacon like, Frost. Yeah, so, well, you're like, oh, yeah, all these cool things. The only vampire I vividly remember besides Frost is Donald Logue's character. The dude who yes, he was so good, off. though. Oh, uh, the so biker good. guy? Yeah, the dude who's just like, hey, and he had like his weird creepy hand halfway through. The- like, I love he that dude. I love that actor. To the club yeah, that's how I imagine like, most vampires should in, be. like, Romanian, yeah. yeah like, a little, like a little cringy porno director from the 1970s that's pretty that's much I want every my vampires vampire. to look see i don't yeah. i don't want I, that's that's my worry is this just i don't gonna want be him to that? be leather clad i want him to be like just gr- like i've been alive 1200 years i'm pretty gross <laughs> that's what i that's what i want my vampires uh, what can i i don't shower anymore what's the point well i, I guess maybe they have to attract their prey somehow that's the question maybe is in blade do we want pretty vampires or do we want like monstrosity vampires? Oh, like 30 days of night, like the blood and the yeah. hair and the like crazy. No, like I'm not going to lie. Those things scared the fucking shit out of me. Those, those dudes from 30 days a night scared the ever living fucking shit out of me. They're so creepy. I guess I'd be, be down for that. Like lesser vampires and yeah, maybe I could do that. Yeah. I just, I, I want, uh, it, I want Blade to make sense, is what I'm saying. That's like, look, I don't got, care you, what they do. You can't. I just want Blade <laughs> to make sense in universe as like why he exists. Here's the reason I haven't helped anyone. I've been busy killing vampires. And it's like vampires, they exist. He's like, 
not anymore. You know, like give me a good, give me like a good blade moment. I do, I do fun. like the idea that the reason we haven't seen vampires in the MCU is because he's killing them, destroying them. Yeah. It, it, so that would make sense if he's like part of an order, maybe where he's like not the only one, or Blade being the Daywalker, being half, you know, vampire. I like. He could be. It could be. He's been operating forever. Like you know, he's been around for decades, yeah. and he's locked in this eternal struggle with Dracula. And the reason nobody else has heard about him is because you know, Blade is like been keeping that tide at bay or whatever. That yes. concept would make a lot of sense. Kind of like Constantine, right? Like because like magic exists in New York, and it's like, well, why haven't people seen it? Well, Constantine is keeping keeping it under wraps you know like so if something happens he goes and he deals with it you guys gotta you guys have to help me here i looked up mcu and i looked up vampires we've had mentions of them they're mentioned in iron fist season two you remember that jesse i don't remember i haven't, that. Wa- I haven't watched no, it no not at all I can't. not at all they're mentioned in that they were mentioned in thor ragnarok as being a they were on sakaar I don't remember that. They were mentioned in WandaVision, but it was kind of a joke because it was in the, the Halloween Spectacular. Uh, they were mentioned in Eternals, and they were mentioned in Loki. Well, then they must exist. I didn't... Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I do kind of remember them being mentioned in Loki because I feel like we discussed it. I think it was like a throwaway line. Isn't it when they're asking him, like, you know... It was in that. I think it's like during the screening process. Oh, maybe. Well, no, that was the that was the the are you a robot deal where if you like pass through that thing, it like kills you if you're a robot. Oh, the Thor was a joke reference to what we do in the shadows. Okay, what was the mention in Loki then, Chat? Because it was in uh, what what episode was it in? Let me see. It was in episode four. Which is okay, here we go. Uh, in the Nexus event, the fourth episode of Marvel's Loki on Disney Plus, Mobius casually mentions some of the bipedal species that have walked through the TVA. You know, we brought in Kree, Titans, vampires. Why oh. is it two orphan demigods are such a pain in the ass? So there you go. I guess vampires have they've been around. They exist. Yeah, I don't know. To the we'll point see. that they've been going through the MCU. <coughs> yeah, they're going to be a thing. They're going to be a thing. Um, keeping up with the timeline since we've only talked about Quantumania. Secret Invasion, is there any hype for the two of you in that? They they, they were kind of, uh, they didn't talk about too much. I think only Colby Smothers, uh, I, th- I hope I'm saying her name right, could be there um, for a promo. Like Sam Jackson was missing the Game of Thrones Dragon Girl is also Amelia Clark, I think is her name. She's also in that uh, that show next summer. But they uh, they haven't said anything about it apart from that. So very little promo on that. Um, I hope that the Secret Invasion is goes outside of that show. Like if that's just happening within that show, that kind of sucks for that storyline in my eyes because it's one of the cooler aspects is when you can't trust anything. And if that extends to the outside of the greater MCU, it's where you start thinking like, oh, is that is that person a fucking, is that a creep? 
I don't know. Could be exciting, but we don't really know anything about it apart from who's in it and, and the how big it is. Um, we talked about Guardians. They showed some more footage there. Uh, we get, we got to hear. Um, if you've seen Peacemaker, Jesse, you're gonna have to help me with the names here. The like boss guy in Peacemaker is the High Evolution. I think it's his name in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Three. It's a very difficult name to say. Maybe Chat can help me out here, <laughs> but I'm not going to attempt it. I don't remember his name at all. Is it? Oh yeah, the guy who played Mern. Yes, oh, Mern. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 the guy who played Mern. Um, yeah, he's ooh, he's boy, the high evolutionary, is, uh... which is a big thing for like mutants, and he's he's got a bunch of. Uh... How do you pronounce that? I I mean, the American version of it is Chuck Woody Iwuji, but that's I don't believe I can. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna even bother. He's a great actor, though. I'm excited that he's in it. I'm glad that he's being brought over. Um, and he should he should have a pretty long-standing role. I hope it's not just a Whoa, one and done. It's Takuji Awuji is his name. Okay. There you go. That's a great, that's a like that's a pretty good name. That name flows, dog. Yeah. That's good. That's a good ass name. Yeah. He was fantastic in Peacemaker. If you haven't seen him before, uh, very good in that show. So I have no doubt he'll be good. In Guardians 3, uh, the stuff they showed also leaked a little bit of that. Apparently, we're getting the baby rocket. I think the high evolutionary, the character that we were just talking about, or the actor that we were just talking about is going to be uh, the reason that Rocket is the way the Rocket is. Uh, we also saw, uh, is it Will Poulter? Uh, is that his name playing uh, yes. Adam Warlock? He's jacked Adam out of his mind now. He's super beefed the fuck the dude up. Dude with the crazy eyebrows? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel so... In... <laughs> Do you see the interview with him on the red carpet? Uh, I, like... Which one? I, I don't remember which one. It was just one of them. What happened in it? He, uh, dude, yeah. I will say, he has the most recognizable face in all of Hollywood. Does he? Dude does not look like any other human being on planet Earth. It blows my mind. He, he like, I understand why he gets cast and stuff, because he has such a unique look. And, like, every time I see him, I'm like, this dude, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. But, like, I, I do. I get it. It's crazy to me. Just look at the man. And now that he's buff, it's even crazier. He's, he's buff as shit. It, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's kind of like, there's another dude that's like that. Um, he was in Eternals, Green Knight. Uh, he plays Druig in Eternals. I feel like that dude gets roles just based off of kind of being. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Being kind of like yeah. generally menacing looking. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Kind of cool <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, he has a vibe that's like. I know you seem like a nice guy, but everything about you, I think, like... It's sinister. <laughs> you're definitely up to something. Yeah, yeah. You have, like... There's something you're doing, and I don't like it. My chat says, being Irish and sinister. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an archetype. It is. I, it Irish is, yeah. and sinister? That yeah. is 100% an yeah. archetype, you know? Yeah. 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 He, I, he was... I wish I could hit that demographic. I, I'd, be, I'd be eaten. I think he was one of the better parts of Eternals, too. I think Druig is. A Meanwhile, Jesse's like Irish and n disarming. <laughs> Nothing about Jesse is sinister. Yeah, you're right. You know, if Jesse came at Nothing me with a Jesse gun and a knife, I'd be like, Jesse, put that shit away. 
right? Like I wouldn't. I'd be like, <laughs> be like, oh, Jesse, thank you for the knife. gun and the knife. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's true. But JP, I found this gun and knife, and I don't know what to do with it. I'd be like, put that shit away, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do with this gun and knife? <laughs> You'd be like, where did you get that? Whereas... I don't know. I found it on the street in a plastic Will, bag. Will Poulter looks like a young oh, Dexter. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. If Will Poulter approached you in a dark alley with a gun and a knife, you'd be like, well, this is good living. Here's the thing. I think of of everyone, if you put a gun and a knife in anyone's hand in Hollywood, I think John Barenthal would be the scariest motherfucker. <laughs> yes. yes. I, I would be like, what do you need me to do? Scary. Like, what are we doing here, sir? <laughs> or, um, yeah. uh, oh, gosh, I'm having such a hard time with names today. Uh, machete. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, for, I forget his I, name, but he'd be up there. Danny Trail. Yeah, Danny Trail. I think I Danny, just, Danny Trail would scare the shit out of me with a gun and knife. True. If, if Porter <laughs> shows like, up nah! with a gun and knife, all I would be like, "What's Aslan like? How, how was it like to film with him? He's a good guy. What was it like being on the Dawn Treader?" And he'd be like, "Shut up." Yeah, like, was it he'd, just, nice, he'd was smack fucking... you with his big muscles and you'd go flying like 200 feet. That's what would happen. Yeah. That's what would happen. I have no doubt oh that gosh, he'll Chad. be a good John Bernthal could pull up unarmed and I'd give him my wallet. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That's that's actually true. Yeah. That dude definitely encompasses intensity. Dude, like, he doesn't. He can pull off a look. Like, I don't want any trouble, mister. Have you seen his he podcast? Got... His podcast is fucking great if you haven't heard it. Did you know it. that he almost, like, his life almost fell apart before he booked, uh, what was it, The Walking Dead? Oh, My friend yeah. Balvin told me about the story. Yeah, basically, he got into a fight with somebody that was fucking with his dog. Mm. Like, he was out with his dog. He was trying to get his dog to, like, heal, and someone else was calling his dog or, or messing with his dog somehow. Yeah. And Bernthal got into a fist fight with this guy, landed him in the hospital. Yeah, I'm and it was it. like a wait and dog. see, where it's like, if this guy dies, I'm going to jail forever, and if this guy lives, I guess I'm gonna go film The Walking Dead, <laughs> and that was his life at one point, was just waiting to see if this guy died or not, and I was like, that is such a fucking Burnthal moment to be like, yeah, yeah, some dude was fucking with my dog, so I put him in a coma. Like he, he loves his dogs. He brings his dogs to interviews, and they just sit right next to the interview like, i respect it trained. i'm yeah. not gonna say i wouldn't do the same shit because i that shit's disrespectful as hell if you're trying to get your dog to like come to you or heal or whatever and someone else is like calling your dog no that's fucked up like yeah. don't do that shit yeah but yeah so i i understand it but i'm also like that man isn't i feel like he's like intensity embodied where like one punch wasn't gonna do it, you know. Yeah, there's a reason why he gets cast as like a fucking special ops, like crazy soldier type dude. It's because you could believe he could be one just by looking at him, right? Like that's that's he gets typecast a lot as that, but it's because of the way he looks and his quiet intensity. You're 100 right. So, a lot yeah. of quiet intensity. That's true. I hope we get to see him. Uh, Daredevil was was the big. Uh, I would say like the biggest surprise at all this. I was not expecting them to come out. And say that uh, Daredevil's getting an 18 episode show uh, in the spring of 2024. Are, is each episode going to be five minutes long? Like, what, what the fuck? 18 episodes seems insane for uh, for episode. Length. I'm here for it. My cat just started chewing on my beast. Well, you gotta Why would you shit. do that? You got to protect that shit. Yeah, that's that's four and a half months of show if done weekly, by the way. 
That's how long that is. Unless they, maybe they release like three episodes a week. They, they arcane it. I don't know. I hope he's in that though. I would, I would love that. I would love if they released multiple episodes a week. I think that's something they should have done numerous times before. If they want to test it with Daredevil, great. Yeah, you're seems for it. perfect. Um, I also wonder who else is in that, right? Like 18 episodes is a lot for Marvel to play with in terms of uh, guest characters. You have Spider-Man in there. Uh, they've already said that Daredevil is going to be popping up in a bunch of shows like he's in She-Hulk, uh, which is later this month. So maybe we see She-Hulk in there as like a street-level uh, street level character. Maybe they bring back Jessica Jones. Maybe they bring back like Iron Fist, Luke Cage. They could all be in there. Um they could have a shit ton of guest characters on that level, which is pretty exciting for whatever that show is. Uh, I kind of don't. Well, we know Luke Cage isn't canon now. Isn't canon or is canon? Isn't. Why Why do we know because that? Because Mahershala is Blade. Uh, I don't know if so that like makes Luke it Cage might exist, but like the show probably like I don't know. I I I maybe I'm assuming way too much, but like yeah, that might be an if Mahershala is Blade, then how how was he Cottonmouth? Yeah. yeah, they could just like I mean, that off. it's Marvel. Yeah, I agree Tell with you. But how you did a mutant hate crime? Tell them. Tell the people. I can't. Don't care. He's not. He's not apologetic. No, you don't give a fuck. Not apologetic. It's like you apologize. Says, yeah, I did a mutant hate crime. I would do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Take my tail. Meow. <laughs> Is that his voice? That's no. my voice. Got a problem with it? I'll bite some more of your shit. Meow. <laughs> it's a weird cat. What are you going to do? Not feed me? <laughs> you love me. Meow. <laughs> Any more, Jesse? Make me some goddamn lasagna, meow. <laughs> it's Garfield. It's Garfield. It's a Garfield reference. That's my favorite cat, meow. Yeah. Uh, Bronze, you might be best suited to answer this. And the Daredevil oh, gosh, uh, Rogues Gallery. Who yeah. else is in there that uh, is not Kingpin? Like, I hope Kingpin's not the the ultimate bad guy. Bullseye. I hope they bring Bullseye yeah. back. I hope we get to see. They have bullseye. bullseye. They have the hand. The hand. I feel like the hand is his major. They have to reintroduce his them, major. right? Like the hand is so big on a street level, and if they're bringing Daredevil, they have to have the hand. Because he deals with a lot of street level crime. I feel like he also does a lot of one offs, where like people from his cases get away, and then mm. he has to go track them down. Which is why his appearance in She Hulk is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, because I bet you it's going to be one of those things where like. They have a witness that's under attack or something like that, and then he has to protect them from the mob or something like that. So, do we? Um, here, here's the big question: Do you think they keep everything that was in the Netflix canon? Like, is Elektra dead? Like, is she gone? Gone? Can they can they redo Elektra? Can they bring Elektra back? I'm. I hope so. I hope they're kind of picking and choosing. Yeah, what to bring I agree. back. But it, it is all I mean, on Disney Plus, I also, so I feel kind of like see, they can't. Here's where I'm going to be like kind of crazy. Because if it's if it's not canonical, you know who else they could bring back? Who? 
who is also a like it's kind of everybody's villain because they all kind of share villains. Uh, Kilgrave, like the purple man, is a is also like somebody Daredevil deals with. True, because like they all have dealings with each other, right? Like Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, uh, Matt Murdock. Uh, they all kind of like Iron Fist. They all kind of do shit together. And like per- the purple man shows up in his shit too, so like if, I could I me, could see that. Let me ask you guys this: if they if they do the hand waving and say that the Netflix show was a different universe than the Daredevil show that's on Disney Plus, is that cool? If they do that, if they say this is a different Daredevil. And that, that's how they get by all that shit? Or is that lame as fuck? I mean, that's lame as fuck, but it is a way to do it. But that's lame. Like saying it's... Saying, like, sorry, repeat saying that? the Netflix show was a different universe. It was a multiverse, Okay, right? like just a different multiverse? Yeah, that way they can have every character that they have already introduced in the Daredevil, sh- or in the Netflix show, which three seasons, <clears throat> there was a lot of things in there like well that's basically what they did with the no way home film and it wasn't lame in that that but that's essentially what they did is they canonized every single other spider-man and said it was just a different multiverse that is what they had them show up from that multiverse this would be yes yeah someone just tells us the same thing but it allows other people who did a fair shake in the shows to get a fair shake yeah. Absolutely. I would love, oh, ab- absolutely. Like, we have a great Shang-Chi. I would love to see a good Iron Fist that doesn't fucking suck. I think they kind of have to have him. And the, like he's so. But they have to say that that other. I, like, I don't want them to bring <laughs> back. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't think there's enough <laughs> martial arts classes in the world to make him well, likable. What they need to do is just have Jessica Henwick become the Iron Fist of, of the MCU. Yes. So we could say in this multiverse. That is the Iron Fist. And in the other one, it was that fist. horrible Danny Rand. I, you have to have Iron no, Fist. What if I feel we don't like. do that? You have to, like, Iron no. Fist. If, so... You don't like Iron Fist? No, what if we just don't do Iron Fist? What if instead we bring back Joy and her brother and have the two of them <laughs> the take shit. on the mantle Stop of Iron Fist? Shit. Stop this fucking shit right now. <laughs> I have forgotten 18 they episodes until you brought the two this to the worst two friends. Just looking at each other menacingly and like shitting yeah, on their the worst friends ever. What's crazy is both those actors them. are very good actors and they are in many other things that I love, but the two of them in those two roles are utterly unbearable. It's like they designed <laughs> the worst <laughs> characters to ever exist. The word and uh, meet them. <laughs> Gives Meacham. me spicy nostalgia. Oh, I shit you not. Man. Like hearing Meacham, I'm like, oh, like, and I have to be like, calm down. It's okay. Deep breathing, meditation. I love it so much. You know, I love it because you two hate it so much, and that joy. that brings me joy. That like you guys, the two of them are so irritable. Like, you guys have as characters. so much, so much like pure distilled hatred and vitriol towards those two. Makes Holy me love them. Shit. Makes me love them. The guy that plays Ward, that's the brother from Ozark. Yeah, he is yeah. so good in that show. I didn't even know it was the same. He's an incredible they actor. That's literally one of my favorite shows of all time. He's an that's incredible one of actor. my favorite characters in that show. 
he was so unrecognizable in his powerful ass performance as Wendy's brother that I legitimately did not realize that that is Ward Meacham. Holy yep. fucking he, shit. He also, if you go watch Banshee, yeah. he's also uh, in that with Anthony Starr. broke my fucking brain. That's yeah. the same guy? So he can act. He can oh, act. So what the of, fuck they, they both can act. Everyone in that show can everyone act. Everyone in that show is actually a really good actor. Yes, everyone's great. The show just sucks. It's, yeah, the it's show like, is just dog shit. It's like they 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 hired all the right again, Bronze, you were totally correct. Marvel can do casting very well. Yes. And they 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 it's like they nailed good actors, but didn't give them the show to like it's just and then they tried to salvage it for season two. And season two is even more insane. And it's just like, look, you should have known want, to let it go. All I want is for Daredevil to get a team up episode with Iron Fist, and he's a cowboy shooting chi uh, character. Like, that's I what would, I want. Actually, my brain just broke. You, I just, it's great. Because here's the thing I've seen both of these pieces of content, and I never made that connection. That's how my, my brain has broken. He was so heartbreaking in those arcs. Just so such a heartbreaking character that like my heart bled for and yet every time i saw him on screen and iron fist i wanted to hit him <laughs> and realizing it's the same man yeah. i am just i'm broken i yeah. don't know how- they, they did they did all right i think with what they had to work with and iron fist they just didn't have much to work with for sure so i i'm hell i think with daredevil that they like marvel's got to have a hard stance they're gonna have to come out and say what is canonical and what's not canonical with all that shit whether it's in show or out of show like if they're introducing daredevil they got to talk a little bit about what's what comes over from the netflix world if that's all canon or if it's not they got to say something so hopefully we get that. Uh, I think they might build towards that because he, he is going to be in She-Hulk. He's wearing a different outfit. We don't really know why. We don't really know what he's doing there. Maybe that's the start of all that. Could be cool. Um, what else? Agatha got renamed. That's now the Coven of Chaos. That's probably going to be related to Wanda in some form. It, uh, do you think it's a pre? Does it? Is it like a prequel? Does this take place in the no. 1700s? Is it post? WandaVision, like, I, I don't know how that I mean, goes down. If the events of Doctor Strange are that Wanda is gone from the picture, yeah. then wouldn't Agatha snap out of her mind control thing? Sure. Yeah. If she was being held there by the power of chaos. And so now yeah. she can, like, do her own thing. shenanigans, which I'm here for. And people, I know people were like, uh, what is the villain of Coven of Chaos? Starts with an M. Yes. yes. Do you think it's... It starts with an M. Morbius? No, I'm kidding. It's Mephisto. <laughs> I think it has to Mephisto. be Mephisto. It has to be Mephisto, right? It's got, they they got to talk about where that. chaos comes from, right? Like, that's got to have yeah. a, a conduit. Got to be introduced in our of world. Of course they'll do that. I think Mephisto, the, for sure. The Meacham. Starts with an M. It's Meacham. Meacham's. Ward plays Mephisto. Ward Meacham. <laughs> yeah. So that could be cool. That. Could be cool. I hate that for him. Could be all right. Uh, Captain America, the New World Order. I don't know what the fuck that film is. I really don't. Uh, obviously, it's Falcon is, is Cap. Bucky and... Barnes is in it. Yeah. I, I, 
that's so far from like if we don't get any mention of captain america till may of 2024 gonna be kind of bummed about that but i don't know where else he would pop up maybe ironheart but that's kind of it he doesn't really have a place in any of these movies maybe secret invasion maybe like as a an episode or a guest character but and I don't even know who the, what that show's about. Jesse, you thought that it might be uh, like Doom uh, shows up as well, like a bad force. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what the... Because if you set up Doctor Doom as being the like... Wakanda's in trouble. Um, most of the world is a mess. Mm. Like someone steps up to sort of like, hey, the planet is crazy. Let me uh, villain slash, uh, uh, you know... I'm trying to think of all the other guys that are like him. Um, uh, Lex Luthor kind of vibe of just like, let me come and save you all. I feel like that's kind of a power vacuum thing that he would do. Um, but at the same time, the reason why is because the New World Order storyline is about Red Skull. And Red Skull, I think they've written off Red Skull. Red Skull is a spaceman now. <laughs> so there's no, that's not happening. So it yeah, has to be someone else. Uh, unless he somehow over the course of the next two years gets back to earth. He's gone. Because if, like, the, infinity, if over... the infinity uh, stones are done, like he's no longer guarding anything, right? I mean, he always is. Cause you know, he went and returned it. Cap took it back. Well, but they're destroyed at this point in the timeline. He might have gone back. Only in, but... only in one timeline. Right, but if... Oh, God, now we're going to get into timeline discussion. If we're in the true timeline, the one that happens after all the things are destroyed, and a new timeline was created when he went back and took that, then this is not that timeline. Just, I think it, it, it. Red Skull's gone. Red Skull. They Red Skull's done with the story of, of original Captain America. This is... This is not going to be, this is going to, I mean, it could be a new Red Skull, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. I I, I think it's Red this Skull is going to be, son. <laughs> I feel like this is a Dr. Doom thing. Like a new world order, Dr. Doom is going to start taking over shit. And that's why Thunderbolts is the next movie. Cause Thunderbolts can be like, well, we need someone to go behind the lines into Latveria and do a thing. And like, he's a bad man and we need evidence. He's a bad, you know, like that kind of shit. So do you think so you maybe can... Captain America, I guess maybe that, that could make sense. Captain America like ends with them not being able to solve the problem or, or not being willing to solve the problem. And the, then the Thunderbolts are like, fuck it, we'll go kill them. Well, yeah, because Captain America New World Order can introduce the concept of the Thunderbolts existing. Yeah. And, you know, because they can even be like, you know, Ross is, I mean, the actor's dead. So they're going to have to do like Ross is dead. This whole thing happened. So we're going to need to... I mean, like it, you got, yeah, you got Zemo. You got here. Uh, who are all the Thunderbolts? Z Zemo, Yelena. Uh, um, what's his face? Who's, who's uh, the guy uh, from Captain America? The show, the Falcon. My brain just. U died. U.S. agent. Uh, uh, US, US agent. agent. Yeah, that's, U.S. That's agent. That's four. Uh, Bucky. I is Bucky part of the Thunderbolts? I guess. You think maybe he leads? <laughs> it them? could be. It could be because Captain America has to be the face of the U S right. So he can't be involved in the Thunderbolts, Yeah, but Bucky 
can be involved in the Thunderbolts. So that's possible. Abomination, Abomination for sure. For sure. Is yeah. going to be a part of it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Ghost. I think Ghost is like mm. such a side character from Ant-Man, but maybe. Like maybe yeah. she's a part of that. If she was running secret ops for the government, then like, sure, she would be a part of that, I guess. So this is a secret op. What about but like... I think that uh, could be fun. What about like Taskmaster coming back? I, I would love it if they actually did something with all those characters that they said they were. Again, we've talked about it twice now. All the loose threads yeah. of Phase 4. There's all the so loose many. threads of Black Widow, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. feels like they threw out a bunch of ideas. And I mean, I guess that's kind of the way good long term storytelling works. Like if you're, a, if you're a big nerd for Final Fantasy, like JP and I. Yeah, if you look at back. all the ways that they tell story, they throw out a bunch of things yeah. and then eventually come back to them of what sticks. So I imagine that's the idea here where they threw out a bunch of ideas yeah. and now they have like threads to pull in the future. Question is, will they pull them? Because so far, there's a giant man in the ocean and no one said a fucking thing. So <laughs> it's true. I didn't, we, we, I skipped over this, but I, I did want to bring this up. Uh, in Quantum Mania and some of the footage they showed, at San Diego Comic Con, Modoc was there, like a live action Modoc is in that film. I mean, that makes sense if you're going to go makes to, sense, to the but quantum like, realm and there's going to be weird dudes. Modoc checks out. Well, Modoc would just be a product. Weird of, dudes. He would be a product of AIM, right? Like he, that's that's an AIM. He's an AIM thing, and that would also mean that I mean, like the scientist supreme is a thing, right? I mean, we don't know. What we, again, what we know about Marvel from comics has rarely translated one-to-one -one on the screen. No, they, they said he, they said the he was full MODOK in, on the film. The footage they showed, he was straight understand, up I understand, <laughs> but his backstory. Like, oh, oh, his backstory, the yeah. Lore, like, he could be the same character, but they change up the lore all the time. Like, even even if you look at, um, like, even, it's a, such a small example, but it's perfect. At uh, Love and Thunder... Yeah. The the whole intro bit of gore is different and true. Uh the god he kills is different and the reason for killing him is different. Uh but it gets you to the same place. He's a guy who kills gods. Right? And so they do that all the time. No, Bill Murray is not Modoc. Bill Murray is in the film as well and he'll play an important role, but I don't think he's playing Modoc. He's playing Bill Murray as Bill Murray. I think he's, he's playing like, Bill You'll never Murray. believe that I was in the quantum Ant -Man's realm. Ant-Man's <laughs> going to go to the quantum realm when Bill Murray's going to be hanging out at a bar there. So. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, You're never, no one's going to believe that you saw me here. Yeah. He's going to like walk away. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome that Bill Murray will be in there and that he's apparently going to have an important role, but I hope it's just he's playing Bill Murray. I hope he's not playing any character in particular. Kind of like in Zombieland? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just Zombieland him up. Right, he's Bill fucking Murray. That's that's all you gotta do. Just have Carnage say it's Bill fucking Murray, and then it would be like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Bill fucking Murray, great. Yeah, I don't I don't know what he could actually be as in terms of an important role. So, anyways, that's Phase Five. Uh, overall, I would. Uh, I mean, where do you guys sit? Excited? Do you feel better about kind of the future of where we're headed? I I think looking at it now. One, two, three, four. There's five. I would say more than half of these I'm super excited for. 
the other ones I I'm just kind of like. Every single one I'm pretty excited for. I just, my levels of excitement are, you know, like. Well, they're excited I, because I, I know what they're going to do with them. Some of these I have no idea what the fuck they're going to do with. That's what, that's where my, like, what the fuck is Echo? <laughs> like, I'm going to be the negative Nancy. I'm excited for Quantumania. Yep. I'm excited for Guardians. Yep. I'm excited for Loki. Yep. I'm excited for Blade. Yep. I'm excited for Agatha. I'm excited for Captain America. I'm not excited for anything from the bottom row except Thunderbolts and Daredevil. I, I agree. I'm 100% with you. Because I don't know what Boom. Ironheart is. I don't know how the fuck Echo exists. I don't know what Secret Invasion is going to be. And if that's all encapsulated in just that and six episodes, I'm I have be not hidden at any point in time that I don't like Captain Marvel. Yeah. I've never sure. hidden that. I don't like her. I don't like Brie Larson in that role. I'm sorry. Maybe she's a lovely individual. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm just not on the Captain Marvel train. I have no reason to be optimistic or excited for that movie. I didn't like the first Captain Marvel. I yeah. actually rated it pretty low, so I, there's there's no reason for me to be like, oh my gosh, guys, the Marvels. I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, okay, like, I that um, that's the one that's gonna have to win me. Everything that I didn't mention, everything you didn't mention, Ron, since we're in agreement, they're the, those films are gonna have to be the ones that have to like win me over. Because at the moment, I'm just like, eh, okay, I'll watch it. You know, it'll probably be fine, but I'm not over the moon excited about it. Because I just don't know what the fuck is in them. I don't know like what's at stake. The characters that we've seen Thunderbolts so far. Thunderbolts is an mad. example of how to introduce a team. Now that I think about it. Yeah, they've definitely. Set it's a that really, up. it's a really good example of like, oh, we took the best characters or the most, some of the most interesting characters from every show, and we've given them a place to thrive, even though they would have been underutilized if they had stayed in those shows, right? Yeah. Like, regardless of how people feel about um what's his butt i can't think of his name old boy from captain america he left an impression um you uh, what is his name u.s agent yeah i, I forgot his the character's it's, name he left i don't know he left an impression for me he, the actor was great he, he yeah he he was cast and meant to be portrayed as an asshole and he fulfilled being that asshole oh. very well mm -hmm. yeah so he was great I, I thought he was fine I, and like zemo john walker that's you know name. like yeah yeah john walker so like i don't know i think the thunderbolts is a great example of like oh all of these characters worked in their shows and so this is exciting to see them in their own space shining instead of being like b-roll characters you yeah. know I just hope it's not Suicide Squad 3, right? Like, I don't want to see another Suicide Squad. That's my only fear. I mean, well, one of the complaints that's what they hear doing. a lot from like MCU people is that DC never does anything comedy and MCU never does anything dark. Sure. Yeah. I see what you're they saying. They kind of, ever since like sort of Guardian success and Taika's success, everything has kind of turned into a comedy on the. The, in, on the MCU side, that what didn't used to be the case. If you go back to like Phase One, yeah, it was. But like every character kind of turns into well, how many quippy one-liners can they have? And so, like I, I hope they go at least a little dark. But I mean, didn't they already say that Blade is not going to be 
What R. is it? PG thirteen. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a hard PG thirteen. I think the only thing that's yeah. rated R is uh, is Deadpool, which we don't know about. So it's probably Phase six for Deadpool in terms of whenever that comes out. Mm. So I mean, like, I don't know how dark they're gonna go with Thunderbolts. Like, well, you have a character in there that beheaded another one with a shield, like. I feel like if you don't go, if you go, if you decide to play it safe and go Suicide Squad can't be without the hyper violence that kind of falls apart. It's just going to be a shitty Suicide Squad. Yeah. In my opinion. Because yeah. I feel like the hyper violence comes with characters like Deadpool and Suicide Squad. Like there, there is an element of over the topness with that. But maybe expect. I'm not thinking outside the box, you know? Yeah, I don't you know? disagree with you. We'll we'll see. It, it's it's we'll we'll probably know the answers to some of the questions that we're apprehensive about regarding Thunderbolts and and how that all shakes out as that gets closer. I would imagine. But uh, Jesse, for you, any anything that you said you're excited for every single one, right? That's where you you said. I mean, yeah, I, I think because it's the newness of it, right? I I don't I'm not not excited for anything. My levels of excitement are like all over the place, right? So, for example. Am I excited for She-Hulk? Yeah. Am I? Would, would I? My life end if I missed any of it? No. Um, but, know, well, Secret that's... Invasion. I don't know enough about what it's going to end up being. I don't think it's going to be anything like the Secret Invasion I know. But I'm interested in what they're going to do. Quantum Mania. I'm excited to see Kang. Admittedly, I fell asleep during the last Ant Man movie, so like <laughs> I don't know. I. I I'm all over the place with it. Guardians, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but I like the first one much better than the second one. And I feel like the second one might be more indicative of what the third one's going to be. Right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm hyped for Black Panther, right? I can't wait to see that, but I'm terrified that it's going to be like... We'll talk about the trailer in a sec. Let's not uh, ever address that guy in the ocean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, my hype levels are all... I'm like a mix of emotions, but I'm very excited to see what comes next. I'll say that. Okay. All right. Well, after all this, we got the, uh, what was the next? I, I think they showed trailers kind of throughout this. We watched, I don't know if we'll do trailer reactions because it's been two weeks since uh, like the She-Hulk trailer and Black Panther trailer came out. But we can talk a little bit about the She-Hulk trailer. I assume all of us have watched it. Uh, they are straight up breaking the fourth wall uh, with that character as they do in the comics. It seems to be a pretty one-to-one -one, uh, imitation of that. I think it looks a lot better than that first trailer did. I don't know where you guys sit. No, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I, um, I, I think that show played it safe in that first trailer. And now they're like going all in on what that show is trying to be. And I hope that that's what all six episodes are. And I hope it's not two episodes of that. We go to the, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> Middle East and then come back in the final episodes a little bit remnants of the first I hope they figure out what to do with the hulk as the in the show in this episode yeah because yeah, i've that has been my biggest critique of the mcu thus far is that i have never like i feel like they never know what to do with the hulk like yeah. at one point they were on the right track and then after that they're like we don't know what to do with this fucking they've admitted you know? like the russo brothers i think admitted that right they didn't know what like, they have the no hulk. clue yeah. i hope that maybe this show is a correction in the right direction because if when it comes to at least comic books the hulk has like some of the most iconic storylines some of the most iconic comics he has such a great potential of like 
being a problem, but also a sympathetic one, like yeah. a villain that like the heroes don't want to kill and can't kill, which is something that the MCU is missing right now. Right. So I really hope that like this is a move, a, mo- a movement in the right direction. What worries me is like how much they're trying to put in because it's cool that they have a Daredevil cameo. I'm very into that. I hope we have Hellcat in there at some point. That's a big part of the comics, you know, that that I like. I like Soul's run. But um, Titania is, I'm like, why does she need to be in there? And it's such a, like, how are they going to fit all that? We come into that same Marvel problem of like, so you're going to have her train with the Hulk, have a cameo with Daredevil, and also defeat Titania in what, six episodes? Yeah. Girl, how? How? That, that to be honest, what's going to end up happening is either the villain's going to suck, or the Daredevil cam is going to be tw- twelve seconds, or you know, like it's going to be one of those uh, things, one that, of those situations. Everything you just listed seems like doable compared to what Marvel doesn't. Compared to what Marvel's tried to fit in in six episodes of the past, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see that, but it's a lot of shit. They also but it show, seems doable. They also show her like that that office of or that branch of the government like being established and her balancing like having a publicist and and like how are they gonna show us who she is as a character show us her doing her thing in the courtroom and then show us her learning how to be she hulk like that's at least three episodes right there That's first three episodes yeah yeah first one is like her getting wrap yeah everything else in the next three is like girl how (laughs) The, the first episode is definitely introducing her as a lawyer, and then they've already talked about how she gets her powers, and it's they get in an accident, and Hulk's blood gets on her, and it like mutates her. That's mm. the end of episode one. Episode two is them training. Episode three is her reintroducing herself back into the world. Episode four is people finding out that she's She-Hulk. Episode four at the end is the introduction of Titania, and somewhere in there, Abomination occurs. Episode five is Daredevil. And some storyline with them in episode six is them defeating Titania. I bet you that's how it breaks well, down. Wait, is there six or eight? Oh, there, uh, I guess there's nine. Is there nine episodes? Okay, you can still break that down in, in nine episodes. I'm not going to, but yeah, it'll be some variation I, of that in terms of. How I do it think the episodes are going to be shorter. They'll probably they be like are. 25 minutes with five minutes yeah, of credits. They're going to be like 25 to, four, to 40 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, for, I forgot Frogman is one of the cases. He's in the show. Yeah, yeah if, it's a, gonna... if it's a comedy show, yeah, it's going to be short bursts of like 22 minute things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 25 minute, nine episodes. Yeah, because you don't, you don't do an hour long comedy series. Right. You just don't. No. no. So. If I don't know. They're tackling a lot here. I, w- I think most of these shows will benefit. This is a bit of a deep cut. I don't know how many people have watched it. From looking at the animated Harley Quinn mm. in terms of everything that is they do. a fucking those episodes are paced fucking brilliantly baby yeah they're so fucking good and I'm like why can't the MCU do that like it's it's perfect in terms of like this is a comedy but we also are introducing characters introducing an overarching plot and introducing recurring characters and it does it like very brilliantly the pacing on that animated series and the way they introduce the entire Batman's rogues gallery um, is amazing. Yeah. And if y'all haven't seen that show, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard very good it's things like about Venture, it. It's like Venture Brothers or Archer. It's in that vein of animation. It's very much an adult animated show. 
Yeah. But like with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy being roommates and her having like just broken up with the Joker and trying to navigate like being single. And they even introduce joke characters like like Frogman. They have Kite Man. Yeah. And you end <laughs> up really liking them. Yeah. Yeah. You can make love characters that quick. So I think like if She-Hulk follows almost that kind of a formula, it would be amazing. It, it, it doesn't. She-Hulk doesn't have to tell a story apart or what I'm trying to say is there's no there's hopefully not going to be like a nor storyline, right? Like She-Hulk is She-Hulk. We kind of understand there's no like alternate dimension bullshit. She's just a lawyer that gets Hulk powers. That's the that's that's her. That's She-Hulk, right? They don't have to do anything else apart from that. Um I think where it will be it'll either soar or it'll fall apart with the fourth wall shit. Like that's either going to come across really funny and really cool, or it's going to be absolute dog shit. That's what, that's like what I'm most concerned about with the show. Uh, A lot of that stuff comes off as cringe to me. Like, it's it, very exactly. rare that it's I very hard cringe. for it to, yeah. to hit. It, it's very hard to land that stuff. Um, so I'm curious how that goes. That That's what I'm most worried about with the show. And if it's just like, man, I'm so horny. The TV show. <laughs> I mean, I that's her character. That's her character, but there's a funny way to do that, and then there's a a bad way to do that. It, you, they have to land that. So I'm, I don't know how that's all going to go. Also, Titania's what do you think the funny better. way to do that is? The funny way to do what? Horny the TV show. Uh, well, they said it was it was modeled after Fleabag, and I think that's the funny way to do that. I was going to say the funny way to do that is you hire Mindy Kaling to write it. Yeah, or that. Yeah, that's like her style of comedy is like thirsting after every yeah. single coworker. She, yeah, <laughs> she has. You know, like <laughs> I think like that's like yeah. You get a you get a writer like Mindy Kaling that to come in and you know. If if you guys haven't seen Fleabag, it's very good, and they modeled a lot of this show after that. Granted, I think Fleabag was rated R or like very mature. On sh- on Showtime, I think. Um, so I don't know how that one's. They can model it after that show all they want, but unless you can actually like do a bunch of that shit uh, and say a bunch of the shit that they say in that show, I don't. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think CGI looks better. I, I think the when we first saw the stills of Titania, I thought she looked really fucking stupid. Now in the in the movie or in the the clips that we saw, she looks better. I, she still looks like a bad WWE wrestler from the eighties. Which I think, I think is, we got to. I think we got to start worrying. Yeah. About <laughs> for her half of these movies because there's been article after article talking about how companies straight up don't want to fucking work with Marvel. <coughs> and I would BFX not companies? be surprised. Yeah, I would not be surprised if part or sometime through phase five, we're probably going to see a strike. And I support them union, you know, them them unionizing, negotiating for better rates because they were saying they had sure. changes they had to make like three weeks out from launch where they were like, oh, all of this needs to be changed. All of this. And the thing is, is like Marvel never gets blamed for that. They do where it's like, God, the visual effects in Miss Marvel are ass. Da, da, da. Yeah. I blame Marvel for that. Oh, That's them. I will. Stand, yeah. I will die on that hill. Absolutely. That the visual effects in that show are fucking horrible, especially when she and Biggins. It's like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But I, I blame Marvel where it's like, what the hell were you doing? Yeah. 
what 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 did you what the fuck yeah i you're not so i i would be also uh surprised if we don't see a strike as well i i think that would most likely if they keep doing what they're doing with these vfx studios and how fast they're burning through them with what we're looking at right here over the span of two years that is a massive massive amount of work it's so much yeah. yeah and then on top of that adding two more adventures and all of phase six till like what the middle of 2025 that's an insane insane amount of work so either the money's gonna have to come up they're gonna have to find other companies and not piss those people off or we're most likely gonna see a strike somewhere through there it's crazy because i was watching some behind the this behind the scenes stuff with stranger things uh-huh and uh no spoilers for this season so don't worry about that chat but when i was watching the behind the scenes stuff they were talking about how everything they could do impractical they tried to do impractical and the reason was to give the actors more to work with which is why they got so many strong performances out of that versus like some of the wooden performances we got out of miss marvel Sure. And the other part was to take some of the load off of VFX people. So, like, instead of making one version of a dress and having them fix it in post, they make 16 versions of the dress. One that's clean, one that's dirty, one for the three for the main character to wear, three for the stunt double to wear because they can't wear the same dress every day. They hand paint all of the effects on it to make it dirty, to make it clean, to make it the same. I was like, that is a lot of work. Yes, but that also shows in how that season looked. That season looks better than a lot of Disney Plus shows. I'm sorry. Like, they fucking broke their foot off in that shit. But then going back and seeing some of those scenes, like, with before they came in and put in the effects, a lot of it, every just about everything they could do practically, they did practically, except for, like, the sky or, like, you know, the, the huge swaths of water. But just about everything else they could do practically, they did. And Marvel does not do shit practically. No, they that, don't. They don't do anything. I, it's like a blue room. I feel like uh, <laughs> Favreau showed them a, a LCD screen room, whatever the fuck that thing's called. And now they're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna do everything in there. <laughs> Let's put everything in that. It's not. <laughs> I don't think it's the greatest way to to do stuff because I do think it shows in the acting. Yeah, it's, when it's one just, way to do things. It's not the way to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Ian McKellen talked about this on the shooting of The Hobbit. Yeah. Oh, like he, being on the physical like, sets because, and stuff? Yeah, because Lord of the Rings was mostly forced perspective. And then, so he was on set with other actors. But he actually had a breakdown part of the way through The Hobbit because they had him on a completely different set acting to a tennis ball. And he got very depressed part of the way through the shooting. And he said, "Um, if this is what acting is, I don't want to do it anymore. And then the rest of the cast came through and like filled his trailer with flowers and they threw him like a little party. But he was like, I'm acting to a fucking tennis ball. Like, if this is what it is, I quit. I don't want to do it anymore. And he like cried on set. And I don't blame him because it's hard to like emote to a blue ball and like, (laughs) oh, pretend this is an actor. Or two people standing in a green suit. Yeah. Whereas when Peter Jackson did did um, the first one, did the did the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Andy Serkis was on set before mocap was even invented in a white skin suit just so the actors had somebody to act to. Yeah. Like, because that was like the infancy of mocap. And they literally had him there so the actors had somebody to talk to and someone to act to 
versus, oh, there's going to be a puppet here. So just keep this as your eye line. And I don't know. I think like that stuff does make a difference. And I just don't really like the way Marvel does stuff like that, where it's like, like even little things like people were joking about it, but all the VFX they did on the Black Widow movie where they added people in the background or removed people in the background. It was like a big, they were showing screenshots side by side of everything that was green screen, green screen, that scene between um, Yelena and uh, Natasha. Were they just drinking beers? They're yeah. just drinking beer. Crazy. The entire thing is a blue ba- backdrop. This is like a very popular topic when that came out, you know, yeah, yeah. where it was like, what the fuck is this? And some people made excuses for it saying it was like COVID restriction. And I was like, no, some of it is just them like being cheap and being like, oh, let's just throw them on a soundstage and uh, we'll just we'll just uh, we'll just green screen in, uh, you know, a Turkish pub or whatever. And it's like, I just don't like that way of doing things because I think that you can tell. And I think that it does show in the performance. And it also is so much work for your VFX artists. Like, imagine working on that movie. And that's like one of the things you have to do is like, also, we need you to put in this pub. <laughs> you you yeah. couldn't go to a pub like yeah i don't i just i've never understood it is, that it is the less comical version of the filming of the room like when you think about the movie the room and how he was like oh we're gonna green screen shoot the rooftop scene and they're like let's just go to rooftop and he's like it's hollywood <laughs> come on baby it's you gotta use a green screen baby and you're like no you we could go to the roof of this very building and film right now. And he's like, but I rented all this equipment. You know, it's that kind of vibe where it's like, you don't have to do it just because it's cool to do. Yeah. 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 Like someone in chat mentioned Shang-Chi, but my favorite scene from Shang-Chi was the bus scene. You right. know? And, and but, I think like, and the, the that, scene on the bamboo rafters. The bus scene was mostly CG. That was filmed in Australia and everything in San Francisco. Yeah. And then afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is crazy because if you go back and watch that, that's insane VFX because you have no fucking idea that was filmed in Australia. It's so much work. <laughs> yeah. It's so much work for the people going in and, and doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that was, it was one of those really, really well done scenes where, you know, you it didn't made me laugh when I found out like none of Miss Marvel was shot in Pakistan. Yeah. They, they went, where did they? Where, they they definitely went somewhere, but I Thailand? forgot where it was. Was it Thailand? I think it went to, I think it went to Thailand. Yeah, it was Thailand. That's ah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so Sorry, I thought that shit was hilarious. <coughs> no, no, no. It, it's crazy to consider. Uh we saw that was the She-Hulk trailer. Uh and then we saw probably the best thing out of here. We we have some like other smaller announcements like what if season two, next mid ninety seven, and all that stuff. I am Groot, which drops this month. Um, but for my interest, the best thing and the biggest thing to come out of uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2022 was that Black Panther trailer. I was worried. We were all worried. Or at least me and Jesse were worried how they're going to make that film. After seeing that trailer, I have no, I have no worries whatsoever. Uh, I feel like they're going to nail that shit. It, that was probably one of the best trailers Marvel's ever done. If not top two, top three, it was insane. Visually it's so well done. Stunning. It's yeah. so fucking the first well done. Black Panther trailer is still my favorite trailer of all time. Yeah, sure. I like I started out like, oh yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a Black Panther fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's kind of like Marvel's Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of into it. But then I saw that trailer and I was like, oh no, I've just become a Black Panther super 
like based off that trailer alone, I very seldom get excited for movies. And the first trailer was so fucking good. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to be able to meet that. And I do think they met it. I, I still like the trailer it. from the first one more. I'd have to watch it, it to be honest. It, I don't recall exactly. There's the like a scene book. where Denai Guerrero whips off her wig and throws it and punches it. Like that, the first trailer is still my favorite. I need, this I need one to is watch the it. first trailer since then that that has hit that level for me where I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to watch it. I, for some reason, I don't know who is cutting their trailers, but they're so good. For some reason, uh, the Black Panther 2, te- it's really a teaser, not necessarily a trailer if we're being. If we're going by semantics, blah blah blah. I went back and watched. Did you guys do you remember the Man of Steel trailer, the final one that they put out? It is the most brilliant trailer ever made. It's actually it insanely good. I I am convinced it's that so fucking good. I'm convinced it's the greatest lie ever perpetrated on me because <laughs> the the trailer, the la- if you watch the last trailer for Man of Steel, it is like the first time I felt like anyone. Understood. understood what superman totally was. dude it's and fucking the idea crazy that it's like the dude is is the concept of hope and that it's not about him like laser eyeing people and then the movie has nothing to do with that shit and the movie's all. still fine it for is, me i still like the movie but the trailer's got it's like. fine but i'm saying the the distance between what the trailer was what the movie was is two vastly different things sure and that trailer had me so hype i was like is this the first time someone's gonna do superman like like actual Superman, yeah, like and not modern just like day Superman, yeah, corny Superman. I was, uh... yeah. So that that I was like, holy fuck, this Black Panther. And then I went back and watched that, and I think it's on that level. Like I, I truly do think that teaser was insane. It's if very they, good. If yeah. they continue with this like level throughout the 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 actual trailer release and then the actual film release, like holy fucking shit. Um, it didn't answer who's playing Black Panther, which I thought was brilliant. I hope we don't know who's playing. Black Panther until that movie comes out. Right. Um, I don't know if Marvel's going to be able to do that because one of the biggest pushbacks about the teaser was that we don't know who's playing Black Panther. And like people are fucking crazy and they want to know who it is. They they want a recast of it. They don't want someone else taking up the mantle. Blah 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 blah. Um, I hope they don't like bend to that, and I hope they just keep it a secret until the film comes out. Because in so many ways, that teaser proved that we don't need a Black Panther. Like the characters and the actors in that film or in that teaser, like proved to me, like we don't like it's so much bigger than just Black Panther in that teaser, and everything proved it. Uh, every like, uh, what, what's her name? An- Angela is it Angela Bassett? Bassett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said two sentences in that fucking trailer, and they were just insanely good. Um, I think so I, can't I think wait. it's really the fact that all of the supporting cast of the first movie have clearly stepped up. They were all amazing actors to begin with. Yeah. The fact that they like, you can tell they put the shit on their back and we're like, we got this. And I'm very pleased because they didn't, this isn't like a trailer where they're introducing 80 new people to like come in and make us feel better. There's a hint of Ironheart. There's a hint of Namor, but the rest of the trailer is like, I know that person. Yeah. And I know that person and I know those people. And it's like, all right, let's fucking go. So I'm very pleased that it appears that for the most part, this movie is not only a solid send off to Chadwick, but also I think like all the other actors coming on, like we got this. And owning, I'm yeah, totally here for it. Crushing it. 
Um, and then, you know, how do you mention that, that tease without mentioning the music, like the mashup and the way that it's done and the pacing mm-hmm. of it is just, it, that I think the music made it emotional. Like it was already going to be an emotional thing just to watch to begin with. But that music is just like chef's kiss for what that trailer is trying to convey. Um, Both in like the idea of moving forward and the idea of what that film's going to represent and everything about it's fucking incredible. Even though it's very clear, there's going to be at least one or two great moments in the movie about looking back at like you know it's going to cross that weird line between acting and like they're actually really sad sure but i'm still curious what the first five ten minutes of this movie looks like couldn't even begin to yeah. tell you what that's going to be do you so i think what's going to happen my prediction i think it's going to be the snap you think the snap is going to kill him yes I, I think what? Um, I, I think they're going to pick up like the snap just happened and they're like, what the fuck? You know, mm. I think the first five minutes it's heavily implied that like the snap has happened. Like sure. during the. Yeah, you don't you didn't get that, Jesse. Are you saying talk it... about what is it? It's about Shuri being dead. Yeah, because she says my, my entire team... family is dead. Yes, like, and that dead. heavily Bassett, implies sorry. that they were snapped. Yeah, I think that heavily that's what implies that means. it. So I got the sense that that funeral and everything is the snap. I think the funeral is is Black Panther. I think, uh, and I can't remember his really? name. Endgame, like Endgame already happened though. This takes place after. Okay. No, it does take place, but I think I think the movie that that's actually a pretty. I didn't consider that bronze because she does say my entire family is dead, even though Sherry's still alive. I think she gets snapped. And then there's some sort of like fast forward. I think uh, whoever the bad guy is from Atlantis starts with an A. Maybe you guys can help me or check can. I think he gets killed or sorry. He kills Black Panther. And that's how the war between Atlantis and. Right, right. But how do we get my question is how do we get to that? What does that all mean? What does that look like? How do we get to the point where Black Panther dies? What do we see? I think it's see? very quick. Is it? Oh, sure. I'm, I mean, my assumption is there's a scene where the throne room gets flooded in that trailer. Mm. And I would wonder if the way that they can they can show... Like, I mean, how, how do you... Again, how do you kill Black Panther? That's tough. How do you do that? Like, what is... I mean, they... I wasn't sure they would tackle the cancer part straight on, and they did. Oh, oh, and sure. Thor, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Thor. I, mean, like, I was like, I don't know if they're going to do that, and then I they think did. A tomb, I think a tumor kills them. Like I think they they kill the character in right, the but MCU. Like how visually? Visually, he already he said, gets killed. He's in a fight and he dies. That's how that goes. <laughs> sure, but I don't want CGI Chadwick in this movie. Period. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I kind of don't think we need to see him die. I think we could even pick up at the aftermath of that. Of like just if she's saying my my whole family's dead, like yeah, maybe it's not like Shuri got snapped, and like you know, uh, Black Panther was killed by Atuma, and they all come back. They come back Angela. in Endgame. They walk well, through the portal in Endgame. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they do, they do show up. Shuri. T'Challa. But do we know the time the period of when this is going to take place? Post. It's 100% a post. 
But then why does she say my whole family's dead? Yeah, that's definitely a Come on, that a, has to be a flashback. At a minimum, that's got to I mean, be a that, flashback. That could be that could 100% no be that, say that. That could be a flashback for sure. That could be during the snap. I, my theory is part of this film takes place during the snap. And maybe part of it takes place after, but some part of this has to take place during the snap. Well, I, I imagine th- what we're going to see is the the queen is going to be upset because you can see she's wearing one color outfit and she's upset about um, all the shit going down. That's probably when she hires Riri, I would imagine, to work as like some sort of scientist for them. Well, if, yeah, if and Shuri leaves. Because she if says Shuri's gone, gone not Shuri's dead. been snapped, then, then someone else will have to come take the place, which then I would imagine... There's another scene in the trailer where she's wearing all black. And I would imagine that scene is a different version of like, oh, I lost everyone again. That kind of thing. Where she's like, they all came back. And now I lost my son again. Like yeah. That kind of thing. Where I can imagine her character being real fucked up by this whole situation. Which should be like good Angela Bassett acting chop moments so i'm excited for that yeah i mean she delivered in the trailer with two lines so i'm sure she's gonna fucking crush the film yeah so and i think the scene where shuri and riri meet i think is like oh you're the one who took over the science division damn you're pretty cool we're buds which i think i think that means shuri's gonna be black panther at least in this film if she's if she's got you have to imagine she's got the person in the in the chair which is riri Unless unless they full on give her a suit and she's like straight up fighting as Ironheart, which totally could be a thing. Do you think? Never mind. They wouldn't do that. I was thinking like, all right, how does she become Black Panther? I think she steals the suit. Well, I mean, I understand that, but the Black Panther is about the power. Oh, and oh, as far oh, as I'm aware, all those plants oh, were burnt burned. down by Killmonger. That is a good point. Yeah. So how does she become powerful? And That's more importantly, where do they get that power? Yeah. I don't know. Killmonger destroyed all the plants. I'm very curious about that, but I'm also curious about um, if Chadwick was still alive or they didn't give a fuck and they were like, we're going to make a robot version. At some point, she has to go into the, like, ancestral plane. Ancestral plane, yeah. And so when she's there, who does she see? Great question. Blown away. I don't know what... I don't know. Yeah. Who, who talks to... Who gives her that advice? I, Is it going to be the dad? I don't know. Fucking theory. Do y'all remember my galaxy brain theory on the heels of Moon Knight, where I was talking about Bast? Oh, and I was, and I was like, what if the next Black Panther is an avatar? And I was like, and Jesse, you oh. were like, that makes too much sense. And that's why they won't do it, Bronze, because that's good writing. But I thought maybe we would Could see be. Bast in Moon Knight and that, you know, Bast would, would choose Shuri as her avatar because all the heart flowers we, are gone. We know she exists like, I, of I was Thor. like, oh, that would be really cool. Yeah. Like, I, I just I just thought that would be fucking dope where I was like, oh, her being an avatar, that's a really cool way to pass the mantle without negating the effects of or negating the. Like what happened in the first Black Panther film. Yeah. I need to shout out to uh, Derek Lee Ketchum in chat. I almost for a minute thought that said Meacham and I lost my mind. (laughs) This is, this makes perfect sense to me. There's a theory that they might be trying to find a heart-shaped herb replacement 
And here's my thoughts. Riri, Ironheart, scientist, heart-shaped herb replacement. She, like, develops it. All coming together. They're going to science the shit out of it. Yeah. Totally believe that. I hope it's totally. the best. I still think it's cooler if she's yeah. an avatar. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So but, I, I still think it's fucking cooler if she's an avatar. That's yeah. my that's my theory. I, I would like that a lot more. Here's I think the thing. it would be different. My heart says bronze. My brain says what Jesse says. <laughs> I mean, no, we all know bronze right. is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we all know bronze. Yeah. Bronze is I'm, great I'm, ideas. I've never... never been right. <laughs> I've never been right. Here, here's but like um, that pantheon, like they showed, they even fucking showed. Uh, she that adorable i can't think of her name that adorable hippo god mm. yeah that yeah. She can make an avatar right and so like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty much established from that point forward that any of these gods can make an avatar so why doesn't bast have an avatar and my thought process was like well because the heart-shaped flowers were there maybe she doesn't directly intervene mm. in stuff because that's another recurring theme of moon knight is that some of the deities want to directly intervene and some of them don't. And this is like a huge, like, like a huge, like con- not controversy, but conflict within the, within the, the, the gods, the Ennead is some of them are like, well, you know, especially um, what's his, butt? I can't talk right now, but the deity of the moon, especially is Khonshu yeah. is like, Oh, well I want to like intervene. And the rest of the gods are like, no, Maybe after the events of Moon Knight, or maybe seeing, you know, uh, uh, the 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 people of Wakanda go to war and not have a Black Panther. Bast is like, formerly I didn't try to intervene too much. Now I think I should intervene. If Kanchi can make an avatar, why not me? And she chooses Shuri as her avatar. That would be fire. That'd be fire. Well, fire. it also means she's like basically immortal, though, right? Like she potentially. Yeah, we don't know how it I don't happens. Know how- I, I guess, but uh, Leg- Lego confirmed who Black Panther is. So, I guess then the question is, how does a war start between Atlantis and Wakanda? Because Atuma kills Black Panther. Certainly, but why? You know what I mean? Like, there's, because there's some, I, I could tell you some why, piece that, we're missing. That script tells you. I, I could tell you why, Jesse, but it's going to spoil the entire You know book. why? Yeah, that's you, you know why. That leaked script told you fucking why. <laughs> if you read the end of it, I could tell you why right now. Oh, I, I mean, I haven't I haven't uh, read the leak script. So if I don't you know. want me to, I can do it. I will put up all the spoiler tags because it's a big spoiler. Does it have to do with the man in the ocean? No, it does have to do with the man. Well, then I don't give a shit. Then I don't even care. No, I, I, I don't I, even I, care. I think you, I, you want me to tell you? Or you want it in the movie? I, <laughs> I don't Is know. it a huge spoiler? <laughs> it's a pretty massive spoiler. I'm not, I've, I've made the ruling I'm not going to do it. There is a reason. Yeah, don't though, ruin this for me. I don't know that I want to know. I don't know that I want to know that. There is a reason you'll see in the movie. Uh, if this script is real, which everything that seems like it's going to be is. I keep, I'm trying to think like what the reasoning could be for them to go. I just don't, it, I don't know that it makes sense. And I'm, oh, you mean I, to yeah, I have a lot of questions. With, to go to war with Atlantis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I understand if they kill T'Challa, they go to war. I get that. Yeah. But, like, there's just a lot of steps I don't understand along the way. And then how we get to new Black Panther, there's still a lot of, like, well, how would we do that? The thing we need to make a Black Panther doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And then... Avatar. I don't... I, don't, <laughs> I mean, it's... That's possible, but... 
I don't know, man. There's something. There's something Fast we're is missing. Part of the Ennead. Could do it. I would. Here's my the other thing back... would be like, oh, we need to find more of this purple heart flower. And Ironheart does research and says, oh my gosh, guys, this isn't the only biome in which purple hearts exist. They also oh, exist and in Atlantis. Yeah. And then they go down there to steal purple heart and they're like, fuck you, we go to war now. <laughs> yeah, because. Yeah, maybe. Holy shit. Bronze. <gasps> You've unlocked Jesse's brain. I just had, I'm going to say, I just had an epiphany. I just had, okay. Holy shit. If this happens, I, I think I have psychic powers. All right, here we go. You ready for this shit? I think I am. Coxradamus is real. Let's hear it. Coxradamus. Tell me see this it. wouldn't be the greatest whoa okay all right if it's going to be shuri as the next black panther it is or it doesn't matter who really but if it's shuri it's shuri lego spoiled it then what ends up happening is if Ironheart and the wakandans are like oh well when you were gone we had to like handle our shit and so we started digging in the ocean and started doing all this stuff and whatever the case may be I love the idea. I love the idea that when she goes to become uh, Black Panther, she goes to the ancestral plane. Yeah. Who do you think should meet her there? I have a great idea. Who should meet her there? Are we talking like gods? Or are you talking other MCU characters? What if? <laughs> you think Kang up. is going to be there? No, I think he's no. missing. What if the person that meets her there? So again, Killmonger? we're seeing Wakanda going to another nation and basically colonizing the shit out of that place and taking. I don't their, think they would stuff. write that. I don't think they would write that. And the person who meets her is fucking Killmonger, and he's like, "What have you become?" That would be fucking. They can wild. do that. <laughs> yeah. That I would be wild it would it would make was the dude who was there instead of her brother <laughs> that'd be crazy it would make a lot of sense because the only way they could have that conversation with chadwick is if it's cg and if they do a cg chadwick pose like that's yeah no that's that would suck tough. and, and that's why i don't think they're gonna do it yeah uh, that's why I don't think they're gonna do the ancestral plane bit because Killmonger being there would also be kind of disrespectful to like how close she was with T'Challa. They're like super I, I, close I, with each other. That would have been I'm just no saying. No longer that being there crazy. would be like, well, like there's nothing that was me. Yeah. If I was Shuri, I would be like, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I don't know Where's you like brother? that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think that could be I mean that's part of the tension of that. Uh, there's no I can't think of anyone else to if she goes to the ancestral plane, her dad, her old like that He's not going to, that's not as impactful because we never saw the relationship between the two of them. We know about the relationship between T'Challa and his father, T'Chaka. We know that. But I don't know that Shuri has any, her brother, clearly, but sadly he is dead. So what would they put there if she if, went to the ancestral plane? What What if they... Bast would be awesome. I don't think they'll do it. If if What if they do uh, Chadwick, but it's it's full black panther like it's not it's not 
his face. I would I, now I hate it. You think that's because the whole idea is he's not a Black Panther there. He is he's like himself. wearing a white robe and yeah. shit and hanging out with the ancestors. So I mean I I feel like it could be interesting if it was Killmonger, but not Killmonger, like dude who was the son of the brother of you know, like he's There's, chilled out yeah. a bit. There's got to be something that like can. There's got to be some sort of thing, some encounter, some some situation that occurs for that. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, because it's really hard to do. I mean, the they figured is, it out. It's like clearly, one of the most impactful parts of of the first movie was that Killmonger doesn't even get to go on the ancestral plane. It's outside the window. Oh, because he's in the like apartment that, room. That was one of the sad. Yeah, that was one dad. of the saddest fucking parts of that movie. Mm. Was like him, him and his ancestors don't even get to be on the ancestral plane because they're they're like cut away from their roots. You yeah. know what that means? You know, like it, to me, that was like a really strong message. So if they show him just chilling on the ancestral planes, it's like, well, then what was the point of that like heartbreaking scene where you see it outside the window of this cruddy apartment? Like, yeah. he doesn't even get the same treatment. It actually really codifies like why his upset is so valid and so real in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been done a great disservice. And even his visit to the ancestral planes isn't as idyllic as T'Challa's. But he's been there, right? Like he was there. So and he the was window. the black yeah. but, 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 but I mean like you know that like you know that tree? Wow, I'm actually convincing myself of this own insane thing. You know the tree and all the panthers on the tree? Yeah. I would imagine those were all previous Black Panthers. And whether we yes. like it or not, Killmonger was a Black Panther for no, some no, time. No, he was, yeah. So he could be there and, I mean, it would be weird, but he could be there. And and this could, like, I don't know. I know a lot of people when they saw the movie, they were like, Killmonger's fucking awesome. And this could be like a wild like Killmonger gets some sort of redemption, right? Like, I don't know. Be, I have no yeah. clue what's going to happen here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's uh, let's let's talk about the other characters. Namor, it's obviously big fucking character in the MCU. Uh, yeah. or in, in, the Mar- in the Marvel universe, I should say, about to hopefully be a big character in the MCU. Uh, I hope he's not a nice guy. I I hope they keep how much of an asshole he is in the comics true to the MCU. And like, he's an asshole, but like he does the right thing, but he's just a major fucking prick that entire movie. He definitely has the vibe in the trail. Like they make him imposing every shot of him. He's either like, we see his back walking to somewhere yeah, or he's he slow, slow turning to look at someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, shit. Okay. I, I hope that I hope he's not like making dumb one liners halfway through that movie. Like, Oh, I've, like he starts counting how many people he's taken out with black pants. Like, I hope they keep him an asshole, like an arrogant prick throughout that entire film. And that's like who he is. Um, that's my biggest worry is that they're going to turn him into like a, they're going to Disneyify him in a lot of ways. So I guess we'll see how that goes. Then I hope he's also in more films than just this. I hope he doesn't just somehow get away and they stop using him. But I don't know how you yeah. interact with, like, how do you involve Namor in, in other films outside? Like, I, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. I mean, if you have an entire nation, I mean, that also could be part of New World Order. Like, holy shit, there's Atlantis. 
Oh, so they bring it. Yeah, they bring them into like the. Yeah, I mean, that could be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's just so much that they need to do. I'm 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 excited. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they, that again we we talked about when we first mentioned the teaser. They nailed the shit out of that yeah. teaser, so I have full faith now that they're going to nail that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. <laughs> A lot of questions that they got to answer of things they like have to do in that film one way or the other. So, uh, what else was there? Uh, we talked a little bit about I am Groot. Uh, that's happening this month. I think those are like, I think it's five episodes. It's super short. Um, apparently that's targeted for like super young kids. So we'll probably watch it, but I don't know if we're gonna have any hot takes about I am Groot. Uh, on this show uh they also mentioned spider-man freshman year is going to be coming out in 2024 on disney plus uh that's going to have a ton of characters in it including charlie cox who's going to be playing daredevil uh doc ock chameleon rhino scorpion norman osborne that's all in there i don't think that's going to be canonical though uh no that's going to be its own thing so that's happening um what if season two was discussed uh, we're going to have more characters like Hella, Captain Carter, Scarlet Witch, Iron Man, Black Widow, and Doctor Strange is a part of that. Uh, and then X-Men 97 is coming out uh, sometime in 2023, as well as Marvel uh, Marvel Zombies, which will be, I think they said that's going to be like mature. Um, so they're they're revisiting the zombie world and it will be mature. And I think they said like Sean Chi's going to be in there as a zombie, a couple other big superheroes in there, as well as uh, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye um and a couple more getting the undead treatment so could be fun to watch uh i don't i'm not super the only one i'm really like super excited for is x-men out of that because i just want to see what the fuck that is so that was uh i think everything at san diego comic-con um chat if i missed anything feel free to drop it in the chat if it's big enough we'll mention it but i, I think that's it yeah, you're gonna be more six. agents of shield yes agents of shield uh what? 18 new seasons that's not true coming out that's uh, not, only that's not on true. the lifetime channel is that still a thing it is if you believe hard enough that's not 18 true. seasons <laughs> that's not true none of that's true uh yeah chat saying the avengers films but like those got announced i don't there's not really we talked about kang yeah. we talked about you know those films mm. exist that, that's yeah. that's all they announced. I don't know if there's anything to add to that. Um, I'm glad to see that there's more Avengers stuff. I, I feel like that's the only reason they announced that stuff is that it's all leading to Avengers and they're not done with that IP, which mm-hmm. makes sense. We kind of have a, a, a an end goal uh, in mind. Let's be real. They could change the titles of all those things. They did going up to Infinity War. Yep. So who yep. knows what it'll be? Yeah, we've got... Uh, the uh, Avengers, the King Dynasty, and Avengers Secret Wars, um, as the two films, and those come out May second, twenty twenty five, and November seventh, twenty twenty five. Crazy, they're dumping them both in the same year. I think those are going to be two. I it's don't a two parter. Well, is it a two parter? Because like it's going to be a two parter where Kang kicks everyone's ass, and, and then, then it sets up Secret Wars. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, Fant yeah, Fantastic Four is also uh, happening at the very beginning of Phase 6. Uh, and I think uh, Kevin Feige said in an interview that that's not going to be an origin story. Those characters are already going to exist, so I would imagine that those mm -hmm. characters pop up prior to that movie in a different film or series just to, like, introduce them, and then we get their full film. So I want to know the casting, though. I figured we would get, like, Fantastic Four casting because that's supposed to start filming next summer, I think. And we don't know any of that. Do you think I mean, they apparently they've cast they they cast Doctor Doom already, and they have have they? Uh, I just heard that they were yeah. they had people uh, like talking to them. Sometime in the last four days, they said they cast Doctor Doom. Oh, I I okay, that makes sense uh, with the timeline but of things. But no one knows who it is, and no one's a, and so I imagine the casting for everything else in the Fantastic Four is is keeping a pace. Yeah. Oh, I had, I had, uh, going back to Black Panther. Sorry, this just randomly crossed my mind. They're definitely doing a funeral for Black Panther in that oh, film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think, given how close he and Captain America were, that they get old Cap, old Steve, to show up for that funeral? Not a speaking part or anything. He's just there. Do you think he shows up at that funeral? Um, I would say that it would doesn't be fucking, matter. That would be sick. If you, yeah, it doesn't matter if he's there, but 100%, I think that the actor would do it. Yeah. Just because that's the type of dude he is. Sure. And if he's there, I think Bucky would be there as well. Well, then In you fact, start, I think you start to think about if they think, did as big a thing as Iron Man, like you'd probably do the same thing for Black Panther, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I have a feeling that people would show up and it would be, they do it not because of the movie, but they do it for Chadwick, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But I know that, like, Chris Evans, for example, would 100% just show up to be like, I'll do this. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that yeah, would I be. I don't know. Just the idea of amazing. him showing up there as, like, old Cap would be pretty yeah. awesome. And I. I don't think it would like take away from the moment at all. If anything, it would it would add to, for me, I, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, it would add to the moment of like how, you know, important both as a character Black Panther if, is and as an actor Chadwick Boseman was. If Old Man Cap is in this universe or timeline or whatever, if he's yeah, you know, sure, if he's like back, because we don't know what any of the rules are after that <laughs> damn movie. That, that dude, yeah. I, I mean, like. Let me just point out for the record that if Captain America went back in time, in theory, he ignored all the world's problems. And he so just kind of makes him a dick. But it gets away with the TVA, like not chasing after him. I mean, there's a million billion problems with time travel in movies, and that's just one of them. So, yeah, I don't know. Curious to see like the, the whole conversation of like if you could go back in time and kill Hitler, would you do it? That comes into play That's... here. Yeah. Would you yeah. go back and I don't kill know, Thanos? It sounds stupid, but like it kind of does make sense where it's like, oh wow, that's actually like a I guess like a like a whole conversation that would have had to be had. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Could have killed baby Thanos. That's right. It's a thing. Uh, 
we're coming up on three hours. That's that's cut off for me. Is there anything else you guys uh, want to bring up for uh, San Diego Comic Con? Anything like that? Nope. Bronze are good. Yeah. All right. I think so. Cool. Uh, what do we want to do in in our final five minutes, ten minutes here? So we got She Hulk on the seventeenth. That gives us two more episodes. Uh, because we missed last week and because we didn't talk about it today, what do you guys want to do about the X-Men rewatch? Do you want to speed up how fast we're watching it? Do you want to put it on hold? We don't really have too much to talk about for the next two episodes. So I'm okay with speeding up the, the viewing process, but that would mean we cover like eight episodes or nine episodes next week. I mean, I'm down for whatever. It doesn't affect me at all. I, I I'll watch whatever nonsense we want to watch. Bronze, any thoughts? Are we not continuing with X Men? That's what I'm asking. Do we? If, if we are, then we got to watch and discuss what nine episodes next week, right? They're not that long. I don't know if there's that much to discuss. They aren't that long. That's for sure. They're they're what twenty minutes long each, something like that. So I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just making sure I'm not saying like, guys, yes, you gotta go doesn't watch. Look okay. You guys don't, you gotta watch nine How episodes. How many episodes do we have until She-Hulk? Uh, we got two episodes till She-Hulk. So this week, or sorry, next Dude, week. I, look, week I want to talk about this X-Men show so badly. So I'm down to watch as much as you want because it is, and I mean this in the nicest way. It's pretty great. Fucking bonkers insane. I love it. What? I love everything it's about pretty, it. It's great though. Oh, Look, I think he's at that one positively. point there was a sentinel hiding behind a house, and that shit was great. I'm <laughs> saying, literally, there's a scene where Jubilee's walking down the street, like, "Why are they chasing me? I'm just a girl. I have the worst powers." And then the camera pans up to a sentinel posted up outside a house, like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was my hilarious. favorite scene." It's ridiculous. That is insane to me. So, that was what's my even more crazy? Scene. Watching Beast. How did she not like, see him? There's a moment, again, in the first episode where Storm's like, don't worry, I'll handle him. And she flaps her wings, flaps her hands, and she starts to fly. And that shit, I was like, no. I also forgot that Rogue apparently flies in this show all the time. Don't care. Yeah. Love this show. Love it. We need to talk about it. Okay. Pretty good. good. Then we're watching 10 episodes for next week. Done. First 10 episodes. Oh, it's 10 episodes of the animated X-Men. Look at Magneto's just like, welcome to die, X-Men. <laughs> guy sucks. I like how Magneto's like, Professor Xavier uh, abandoned you in here. He's like, I wanted to be in here. Fuck off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that that's it's... like a whole scene where he's like, hmm, join me. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm staying here. It... God <laughs> damn. I'm trying to prove that I can get a fair trial as a mutant. I was like, bro, no, they're going to lock you away for life. Get out of there, beast. Do they get out of there? Do they really hit the apocalypse storyline in the first season? Dude, they, is that right? The first three episodes, they the first three episodes are like they're speed running. They are yeah, speed dude. running this shit. I love it. Man, I love they, it. they do. Uh yeah. Episode 10 is called Come the Apocalypse. Jesus. All right. Well, we'll watch uh, episode one through ten for next Monday. 
and discuss that. And then the following week, we'll do 11, 12, uh, and 13 uh, for August 15th. And then on the 17th, She-Hulk comes out. So the 15th will be those three episodes of X-Men, and then we'll preview She-Hulk. I'm sure some more trailers will be out. We'll give our big uh, predictions for all that, how we think it's going to go for that. Cool. Next two episodes are planned. Let's do some uh, shout-outs and call it a show. Jesse, you want to start us off? What do you got going on? Where can people check you out? Well, boy, oh, boy. Hi, gang. Um, Lots of fun stuff coming this week. Um, this weekend I played Stray with my mother. It is as ridiculously cute as you can imagine. She immediately, two seconds in, named the cat, gave the cat a backstory, and was in love with this cat the entire time. What's the cat's and name? it is hilarious. Sammy. She called him Sammy immediately. She's like, oh, look, it's Sammy. I was like, what? How do you? And she's like, I just name I came up with. I was like, okay. It's the, so, the adventures incredible. of Sammy and Jesse's mom. It's uh, hilarious. I'm so happy that it exists. And then, um, Scary Game Squad, we're playing the game Madison. So that's coming soon to you as well. And if you want to know the backstory, at three separate times, a man jumped out of his seat so high we were genuinely worried. So it's a good one. It got them jump scares. It's good. Yeah. So we were, there's a point in time, which I la- I was laughing so hard. I, I couldn't stop laughing because people were like losing their minds. So all I know about that huh. game, Jesse, and I'm not going to say why and don't say why I've heard blue knees is a really terrifying thing. Is that confirm um, or deny? I can confirm. What's fascinating is I think I spoiled myself. So if you well, don't spoil it for other people. Physical, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. But if you get the physical copy of the game, yeah, they give you. This is honestly, it's a rarity in physical copies. But in the physical copy of the game, if you open it, a lot of the props from the game are in the physical copy. So you get like a bunch. They literally include the story of Bloonies in the physical copy. Oh. And so, like before I even played the game, I was like. Oh, and I had to close it really quick because it literally was like, this is the story. I'm like, oh, no. Got so, it. yeah. So an anti-spoiler. I imagine spoiler. a lot of it. Yeah, a lot of that was ruined for me, but it's all right. Got it. Got it. Cool. Bronze, do some shout outs. What do you got coming up? Promote your shows. Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. Uh, Check out my comic book show, Bagged and Boarded. This Friday, we're talking about the King comic. Um, uh, what else? Uh, I've got a bunch of projects that I'm working on. So uh, follow me on Twitter or Instagram to stay abreast of uh, what those are. And I've been uh, uploading to YouTube as well. So that's me. Um, I think this week we're playing Bear and Breakfast because I got gifted it. And it nice. looks I and- love that game. It's so Is- cute. Really? Okay. Is- okay. I'm excited to play it. Is it Jesse? I have, is that game what it seems it is? Um, first off, the animation is by one of the many people who've done amazing animation for Monster Prom, so shout out. But second, it is a game where you play as a bear in a forest and you're making a bed and breakfast to lure people into the forest to get the forest. <laughs> Not to eat them. You're literally like oh. the forest is. You're trying to like save the forest. It's wonderful. It's great. Oh, you make I a bed I and breakfast. No, you have to. Well, the thing is, you have to like get people to stay at your bed and breakfast. So you might not want to be a bear around them. 
Oh. oh, it's very cute. And there's a beaver. There's a very cute beaver who is just a sweetie pie who just wants to build things with you. Okay. Love it. Very, very cozy game. Got it. Got it. Uh, I'll do shout outs real quick. They're going to be short. We got more MCU crew next Monday. We hope you join us for that. It'll be at 1 p.m. Eastern as it usually is every single Monday. More dot frames on this coming Sunday between now and then. We do JPNN on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We do trailer time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're going to be playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 between now and then. Uh, I think on the 4th, a bunch of games come out, so we'll check some of that stuff out. Uh, and maybe some early access to some upcoming uh, Devolver games. Or an upcoming Devolver game, I should say, uh, around the 4th as well. So that's what I got going on. That's what we got going on. We're going to go watch some X-Men. That's our homework. Do it. We'll be back next Monday. 10 episodes. 10 episodes. First 10. Yeah, first 10. Uh, you can watch them on Disney Plus for anyone uh, that was curious on where to watch those. Uh, and that's that. Thank you guys so much for watching. Oh, and uh, we should probably promote as well. If you want some MCU crew uh, shorts or clips, I think all three of us, uh, me and me and Jesse have definitely been posting stuff on our TikTok. Yeah, no, I, I'm still in the editing phase, but I will be putting them up there. Gotcha. So yeah, follow us all on TikTok. You can find our Silly moments from the show, uh, forever TikToked. <laughs> you can find our TikToks if you just search uh, MEJP TikTok, Jesse Cox TikTok, and that bronze girl for all that. So that is that. Thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you guys next time we're out of here. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.